Hello and welcome to the God is a Geek podcast, episode 493. I'm your host, Adam Cook, and I'm joined this week by, as always, I, I mean, pretty much can say as always at this point, it's Christopher Hyde. Hello, Chris. Hello, mate. How are you? I, I'm good, You're mate. Right? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm a bit more clean-shaven this week. I was a bit scruffy last week, if I'm honest. No, no, you weren't, Adam. No, you weren't at all. You looked oh, great. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, you, you, looked, you looked, always look amazing. Mm, yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, also back from last week and pretty much here every week as well is Mr. Lyle Carr. Without Echo this week, hopefully, Lyle. Without Echo, hopefully, yeah, and uh, perpetually scruffy, I'd say. I don't think you ever come across. You're always wearing a shirt, mate. I mean, that's pretty... I, no? I guess so, yeah, yeah. Okay. Quite professionally scruffy. Definitely that... looks like you go for it. Yeah. <laughs> that voice there is only the voice of Mick Bloody Fraser and my best kind Hello. of like British sitcom. That's Mick Bloody Fraser, everybody. Mick Bloody Fraser! <laughs> I have returned from the you wilderness. I have returned. Um, those watching on the video get to see the curtains and... Uh, I'll just leave not it mine. at the curtains, not your curtains. It's rented. We rent it. I, don't, I just haven't changed. Fair enough. Um, we've got plenty to talk about this week, as always. Um, I'm going to talk a bit about, you know, let's just let's give you a bit of a preview as to what's coming up in this podcast. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I've finished that game, so I'll be talking about that in a bit. We're going to talk a bit more about As Dusk Falls this week, for one particular reason, Mr. Carr. Yep. Um, Chris has been investigating Lord Winklebottom, and first yep. up what this week... No, not a euphemism. Not even close to one. But first up this week, we haven't talked about Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak yet. And the reason being is we've been waiting for Mr. Fraser here, who reviewed it with a massive 10 out of 10. I feel, I'm being kind of really like, you know, hey, professional, he gave it a massive 10 out of 10. And uh, Mr. Mick, how do you want to talk about this game this week? Um, what do I know? Have, is you it good? It? Have, you, have you played the expansion? Have you? I don't have the expansion. I was going to, right? I was going to, and... I just, like, I've actually, obviously, both myself and Lana have been playing a lot with the Steam Deck recently, and I started downloading Rise last night, and as it was downloading, I stopped it, and I was like, I'm not going to do this, am I? Like, I'm too far back in the PC version, I'm not really far enough along in the Switch version, um, no, but I know Chris Hyde's been playing it. I have, yeah, I've been playing it, yeah, yeah. Good expansion, it's good. It um, I think... Uh... Because it's a while ago now, isn't it? Because I mean, and I was playing it for quite yeah. a bit before release, so it seems like ages since I uh, started it. But yeah, I think it's fucking excellent. Really good expansion. Um, I think a lot of people. I was a bit disappointed hmm. by initially. I was disappointed by the, the it drip feeds the new monsters. Like I was expecting it to be like Iceborne. When I went into Iceborne, everything was just. It was like new monster, new monster, new monster, new monster. Well, a few new monsters in Sunbreak, and so they do. Capcom do spread them out quite a bit. They, yeah, they start. Um, they start off with like. But the stuff it adds. The new what the fir first one's new, and you're like, oh, come on then. It gives you the. And then it's yeah, like, 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 like it gives you the crab. Which new, is new, shit, and then, or like new. Yeah, new like a new sorry, crab new thing. Properly new to the series. Properly yeah. new, and then. I I think Hermitors have been before, Hermitor. but I don't know if this one was new. Yeah, Pokemon. Yeah. This sounds like Pokemon. Um, <laughs> basically, it's the same thing, isn't it? Well, it is, but instead of instead of catching them and putting them in a ball, you smash them to pieces and make clothes out of them. So it's it's similar to Pokemon. Similar, uh, but not that similar. Then, <laughs> yeah. So the first, yeah, the first monster that you fight is. I mean, you do a little quest and you have to fight an old monster, and then it gives you a new one. And I was like, let's go. Let's have the let's, and then I think like the next four or five quests after that, 
are just old returning monsters, and it's, it's just, well, they're not even returning monsters; they're just monsters from Rise in in a and different was, location, at least. Or well, yeah, you do have uh, not at first. Eventually, you do go to the first new location, which is the jungle. Which and the new locations are great. The new locations do add a lot to the game. I think um, the jungle is quite reminiscent of the ancient forest uh, in Monster Hunter World, and I think the jungle map's been used in a previous Monster Hunter game. Somebody told me, or it's based on a previous a map from a previous Monster Hunter game, but I didn't play. Monster Hunter before World. Um, I'm not a veteran. I played. Well, I can't I played. believe you've actually admitted that on a podcast. Let well, alone I, a live I played. One. Well, They're I coming mean, for I, you now. Got, I know. I mean, two and a half thousand hours in World doesn't count. No, <laughs> so no, it doesn't. Not, you're not a veteran. You weren't there on the, the other... D, uh, DS, 3DS. When yeah, you had a game, I, I can't remember. You, yeah, if you haven't played the other 67 Monster Hunter games, you're not a veteran. But yeah, so. Um, but no, it's a good, it's a great expansion. I mean, I really, really enjoyed it. Once it once it picks up speed and it gets going, um, it's got a whole new, I say a whole new end game. I still think the end game in Monster Hunter World that was added in Iceborne, the Guiding Lands, I still think that was better. Like, I think there was more to do because it gave you this massive locale with loads of different biomes within it and you could go and hunt. You had random encounters and some monsters would wander into the map and then wander out. And it was quite, it was more dynamic and there was new stuff to hunt. It hasn't got that. You're still hunting in the same locations in the end game. Um, but you're fighting like beefed up, much harder versions of standard monsters. I mean, mm. you've got things like the, the, the Kula Yaku, which is just like a baby monster. And, and it's everybody's first monster, and it's really easy. Well, the beefed-up version of that will still two-shot you if you're not careful. So it's like they have added quite... They've obviously listened to people saying Rise is too easy, and they've tried to increase the difficulty to meet the demand, I think. Which they have done. It is hard. Mm. But it's still not as hard as... I mean, you've still got a veteran saying, well, I remember when you had to play with a... You know, upside down. But do, do you not DS think a lot of no that difficulty, and... like the, the older games, like I remember, was it a four that was on Wii U and 3DS? Mm. I think. Mm. I think. Yeah. I remember having them both. I remember having a cartridge mm. and a disc. Like a lot of the difficulty I found from them was because they were mechanically a little bit less modernized, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. a, well, the old, the the older controls on the DS and the the, the controls were wank, which didn't help. Yeah, and, no, I that's mean, what I mean. Like it wasn't because were... I, I would ask you the question, right? I'd ask you both the question, actually, Chris, as well, obviously. Like, and I think it's probably pre most prevalent for Mick because if I recall, so you gave Rise and Sunbreak both tens, I think. I did, yeah. and I think you definitely gave Iceborne a ten. Don't yeah. remember who even reviewed World, but I would Chris imagine. White reviewed World. Okay, but I would imagine it scored pretty high, regardless. It scored, I think, it was an eight or an eight point five. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would imagine you would have probably actually gone a bit higher because you, because you know, seeing your Iceborne ten. Maybe not at the time. Maybe not at the time. Okay, well, the question I have for you then, I guess, both of you, um, and this will be interesting because I don't know what Chris would score them if he were to do so. Which is the better game? Which which is better? Is it World or let's 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 just so what assume when I say about, World. Well, let's assume that when I say world, I mean world plus Iceborne. Like, it, the, the, if you were to buy it now, the current package, all of that, mm. versus the current package of most of, you know, Rise plus Sunbreak. Because what, what would you, what would you think it, was I better? It's difficult to answer that question purely because I haven't played through a lot. Of, I only got Iceborne a little while ago. Okay. And I've only played a bit of Sunborn. So I'm literally talking main game plus a bit of each expansion. Um, to to compare, 
So, well, let me, let me, hang on. Let me rephrase the question slightly because it's sometimes a little bit fair to go like that's like going, "What's better, Gears of War two or three? I mean, like it's a, you'd like to think the newer one was better because it's iteration. Let's say they're, I mean, they are definitely one hundred percent making another Monster Hunter game, hmm. and let's mm-hmm. say it's going to be multi-format, right? What do you want it to be more like? World, world okay. and ice personally. I mean, if 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 yeah, if I had if I had world, if I, I'd want a combination of the two because I think they learn stuff from world. So, like, think the thing is going back to world. I've kind of flip flopped between world and rise, world and rise quite recently. The Jonathan and world Ross version has a of load it. Of, <laughs> world has a load world of unnecessary padding where you're just literally wandering around the map trying to find monsters. Mm. Oh yeah, they streamlined um, a lot of it. In and, yeah, they took and out and the that's bug a lot stuff, of that streamlined in rise mm. and the wire bug stuff in rise is really use- is good as well so i just some like people they... want the tracking bugs back don't they some like you say more, more i miss enough. the tracking bugs you i, I okay, like it's... that element of it a little bit i like right. going I, I, out I don't and... i think it just goes over the top you have yeah. like missions where you've got to go and find mm. 10 tracks and then come back and i'm just like i don't there's mm. bits of it yeah some like, of that was just, a bit of a just some of that out so i think mm. i think if i could have a combination of both where they you know they they don't go oh it's got to be like world with none of the quality of life of Rise, you know, if, if I could have like, because World had some really great stuff in it, and the, mm. it wasn't restricted by the Switch, you know, in terms of in True. terms of you know the the the, the complexity of the locations and things like that, uh, you know, it, there's a lot more to them. But go, I, like I said, I went back to World recently. I just found myself running around a lot, and I'm like, I just want to mm. kill, kill monsters. What? So see, I I I like I like the idea of like i like a game that makes you prepare for stuff like i really like the witcher 2 yeah if you remember in the witcher 2 where you had to sit and make potions and meditate before you went and did anything i like games where there's a there's an onus on preparation and then so there are elements in world that i liked where you got your potions you like the old monster hunter you could only take what you took into the hunt was what you had you couldn't go back to the tent and restock Mm. potions and things like that um, which is, uh, and a lot of the veterans, I hate that term, but a lot of the people that played those older games, they kind of miss that stuff because they take, I mean, you know what, a lot of elitist. Yeah, but like, like, what would you rather have those quality of life improvements or go back to a time when going from section one like, to section yeah, two of a map had a great exactly. load screen? I, I would rather have it now. But yeah, I do, like, 100%. going back to what you said about the, the scoring, I mean, if I played, so I didn't play. Obviously, Monster Hunter World for review. Chris did uh, Monster Hunter World. So I played it over two or three weeks after it came out, I think. And mm-hmm. I was on the fence because I tried Monster Hunter on the Wii and the DS, and I couldn't ever see what the fuss was about. I hated it. I couldn't get into it, couldn't handle the controls, didn't enjoy it. And then watching the videos and things that came out, and everyone saying, well, worlds are accessible, and they've added fucking analog sticks finally, and things <laughs> like that, 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 were, that were considered quality of life, but you know sort of just modernize the game so i bought it and i went into it but i it monster hunter is a game that or a franchise that like it gets like you talk about the difficulty they don't really if you go right back to the first monster Hunter and watch videos of the first monster hunter you'll see that a lot of the animations and the mechanics and the way the monsters move is really similar now, mm. whatever, 15, 16 mm. years later. They don't change an awful lot. They iterate on it, they build on it, they add moves, they add monsters, they add locations, they up the graphics and things like that. 
but the core of most encounters kind of remain the same. So veterans come onto a game like Rise and go, this is too fucking easy. And you say, well, well yeah, you've been I mean, playing this, it for 15 can, years. So if you can beat a Rathian, you're like, then they don't, like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. You, if you've done it in and... one, you can do it in yeah. Rise. And so you, you have veterans say it was too easy, and newcomers say, I haven't got a clue. I just walked into a fight and got completely pummeled. And then veterans say, yeah, but it's, but it's not easy. It's because you've played it for 15 years and you've got that, you've grown with it. And I think if I'd have played World for review, I don't know if I'd have even given it an eight because when I first went into it, I was like, this is fucking really hard. And there was a lot <laughs> of faffing about and a lot of like the tracking and stuff. I was like, this is cool. But then about halfway through the story, you're like, I'm kind of sick of this tracking shit now. Like, I just mm. want to fight the monster. But then over the course of the next several thousand hours of world and iceborne and i just completely fell in love so by the time i got to iceborne i was just i was so ready for, for it and it, and i felt that then it, the 10 i gave it was justified a lot of mm. people will tell you that you know a lot of people agree iceborne is a fantastic expansion and and sunbreak is trying to compare like sunbreak with rise to iceborne with world is quite difficult because there is a lot there is quite a lot of differences when you get down below surface level between the two, like it's not just the Monster Hunter game plus expansion. Mm. They, the, the quality of life things that they add, like the, even little touches, Capcom are really, really good at putting these little touches in that they don't even really tell you they've done. Like in Rise, it was a pain that you had to wire bug onto a surface of a wall to run up the wall. Mm -hmm. And in Sunbreak, you don't have to do that. You just run at the wall and you can go up it. Most people don't even realize that that was a change because it, it's just something they tweaked. And like little things like that are just, I think there's more of that in Sunbreak than there was in Iceborne. So I think well, I think Sunbreak has added more to Rise than Iceborne added to World, if that makes sense. Like it, I felt that, well, that Iceborne added the Clutch Claw and then a lot of monsters, whereas Rise added that all these extra wire bug skills and like the, there's, there's extra stuff with the traversals and... I don't know. It feels like to me. I think Sunbreak might be the better expansion. I think. I think what we we're going to all agree on though is that I'll never get my way, which is that I want them to make a Monster Hunter game where basically it has like bayonet as combat, like that. Kind. <laughs> That's what I want. Um, just before we continue, um, super chat. Thank you very much for the 179 Indian rupees. Mikhail says Jeremy sends his regards. Um, and mm. <laughs> I bet he does. I bet he does. Um, Chris, I need to hear about a game that I don't reckon many people have heard about. And I want, no, wow, it's I want great to put name. you full screen when you say its name. Yeah, so I've been playing Lord Winklebottom Investigates, which it is a fantastic name. It's, it's, it's a superb name. Um, it's daft, and the game itself is pretty daft. It's a whodunit come point and click adventure where you play as a monocle-wearing anthropomorphized giraffe detective. Of course. With a tea-drinking... say that like it's a totally normal thing. Yeah, with a tea-drinking hippo sidekick, and you work together to solve crimes, um, obviously. And uh, you... The, the way the story goes is you receive a letter from your... Uh, from an old school friend. He wants you to come and visit him in his mansion on this island. And you go over there. And as you arrive, he's been murdered. So then, dun, 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 you spend the rest of the adventure 
trying to figure out who who done it. Um, and uh, yeah, so then it, what mm. what proceeds is you've got to, you go and interview people and ask them questions. You've got a little notebook that fills up with uh, clues and with a point in, as with a point and click part, you've got loads of things you can interact with and pick up. And uh, how do you do a crime scene though? Because giraffes can't look down, can they? <laughs> Do they, no, do, I they, think... do, they, do they tackle these important points in Lord Wincourt? I mean, arrangement above listen, him? like I say, the, the premise is nonsense, right? And they do kind of laugh into it quite a lot. You know, they, they acknowledge <laughs> that it... Yeah, Sorry, I mean... Giraffes I mean... can't look down. It's just one of, you know, sometimes when something just tickles you and it's yeah. kind of unexplainable, it's... it's I'm going to mute myself because it's really... Yeah. I've not realised... Can, is that true? Well, it, is it's it just, like one of those I, cows can't go downstairs things? Well, listen, it doesn't it go back to the, like, the, the, the space thing where like dogs can't look up? You, yeah, is it not one of those things? Well, of course, when I mean, they can, def- dogs definitely can look up. My <laughs> dog literally looks up all the time. Yeah, but I, don't I also think they can look that. straight up. I don't think they can look up. Well, also, I can't like, do if that. Giraffes I can't, can't my... look down as an animal. They're fucked because they're, yeah. they're literally higher than all other animals. Crocodiles are just chewing at them. All the predators just assume it's a kind of tree. Right. So what they've got to hope I mean, is that the predator that never I don't gets know if he's close. Kind of, I don't know because if he's serious or not. Like, do, do, so they've got no, like a blind look. spot that's like within See, is, a five metre radius of themselves. Do they think they're just ahead? Well, exactly. Does a giraffe even know it's got legs or does it just know it can reach that tree? I mean, if it can't look down, a giraffe cannot know it has legs. Exactly. And it can't can, see its legs because but, their necks come out at that angle. From but they the can legs. sit down. Surely they can rest. Say, a giraffe can sit down, surely. But there's no way uh, hang on, hang on. Legs. Hang on. The, chat, the chat's come through with the fact here. And Deadbeat Punker says they can look down. They're just short sighted. So they kind of can't. Uh, they can probably see their legs. So they can't like, see well, the floor anyway. Yeah. It's like. Oh, so so they think they're, they're flying. Flying. So does it's that just, mean they think they can fly? They think they're on a cloud. They look down and it's just fog. I want to be a giraffe now. Now you sound like that's like the thing from bottom. With you know, well, I want to come back and reincarnate as a giraffe so I can be above all the trees and see all the topless <laughs> helicopter models well, doing go-go well, lessons or whatever it is. I can't remember the quote. Well, if you imagine a giraffe's entire existence is the cloud below, the food, and that glorious horizon, and solving crimes apparently, and solving Shall crimes. solving crimes with yeah, I don't think it, monocle. It... Sorry, we were talking about a no, game. no. The, the fact is that story is. <laughs> Conversation is probably as weird as the situation that we're talking about with this game. So, no, it's not. So, you see, you've look. fucked this up for me now because now I'm thinking about, like, if you look at the footage, like, how's the giraffe in the house? They're massive. It is, yeah. I mean, <laughs> exactly. look, there's some of that way. It, you, they don't ever embrace that often because it's like, like, it'll stick his neck down like a dumb waiter or something because he's got a neck to be able to do it. But then they just don't ever talk about the just fact to that be walked through normal sized doors for the entire Chris? adventure. Just to be a hundred percent clear, when you say a dumb waiter, you mean one of those lift things that yeah. takes food up and down. No, not like a stupid server. Mm. No, although there is a couple of those. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, giraffe's not stuck his neck up a actual person. Although, why do they call it a dumb waiter? Is that because it? Because, it because it's a waiter. It's it's essentially doing a waiter's job, I would guess. Yeah. But dumbly, because you just because there's only one thing it can do. I presume. Makes sense. Yeah, I love the, video game podcast. Yeah. There's been a few tangents so far. <laughs> anyway, right. So, um, so yeah, it's it's a point and click adventure with a bit of kind of like like I say, murder mystery kind of elements to it. Um, what, what does I, does what, does the giraffe fuck anyone? Um, <laughs> well, it, you never quite 
you never quite. Wait, what? Really... <laughs> I really thought the answer was going to be no. Straight well, away, I can't the easiest. Say, but no, all I know is he's really good friends with the hippo. I have no, you know, you don't know question. for certain if nothing's going on behind closed doors. Oh, it's like that. Is there lots of innuendo and kind of like winks? And... No, not not, not so much. But you never say never, so. right? They could just keep it strictly professional when there's a murder. But then, like Sherlock Holmes and Watson, which was definitely yeah, but platonic. Then, like when it's all, when it's all said and done and the curtains are drawn, who knows? No holding hands at the crime scene. I mean, to, to be honest, the hippo could be doing all sorts, and the giraffe wouldn't even see. So, who knows? Yeah, anyway, excited. exactly. So, <laughs> back to the game. So, the one thing I said in my review that that could if a giraffe's having a fling with I'm a groundhog, go back, it wouldn't sorry. even know. <laughs> Sorry, what? I'm just thinking. Uh, you've got me thinking about giraffes, the sexual nature of a giraffe versus other animals. If a giraffe had an interspecies relationship with a smaller animal, how would it even know? So you gave it a seven. Yes, I gave it a seven. So the one... Super chat can check that one out. I appreciate it. Yeah, the one thing that, that it was a bit weird with this game um, is the way it kind of does its thing. logic progression yeah so like often the biggest issue with a point and click is trying to figure out the developer's mind right what what combined with what solves this particular problem and actually mm. in lord Wrinklebottom investigates it's not actually that bizarre like often you know what it wants you to do mm. but it has this weird setup where um you have to kind of like there's there's situations where Lord Winklebottom, who's the giraffe, won't actually like pick something up well, until you've progressed the story enough to know why he should bother picking it up. So whereas in other games, you just pick a load of crap up and then you figure out how you use it later on. Mm. He's like, well, I don't want to pick up a hose pipe until I've got a bloody good reason. I don't know why I did sort of an Australian accent <laughs> a bit there, but like, you know, he, he'll say like, oh, I, I don't know why I should pick that up. And, and so you don't. And then he'll only come back and pick it up later when you know why. And so you, you end up in this situation, I certainly did a few times until I figured it out, was like, I've literally gone around every room of this house. I've interacted with everything. Like, I, I there's nothing more to click. And I've, I've done almost every item with everything. Like, what's going on? And it's only when you realize, oh, but now I've kind of interacted with something over here and learned something. Now, if I go back to that, it might, he'll, he might say something different. When he, when he interacts with a bookshelf, now he might actually find a book Whereas before he didn't know to look for a book, so now, it, it so he just goes, oh, there's some books there, and it's like, oh Christ. So it's in, in that sense, it was a bit like I got stuck a few times because I was like, what does it want me to do? I've I've done every combination. So once you realise that, it's a lot easier to understand the logic. But it's it's a bit different to normal point and clicks where you just pick up everything and everything you find, you can kind of get at the point you see it. But because a lot of it, I guess, I guess the reason for it is because a lot of it happens in this mansion where the guy got killed. You do a lot of the stuff in there. You do leave the mansion later on in the game, but you know the stuff that exists in the mansion exists all the time, right? So it's it's not like stuff just magically appears. So I suppose that's why. But it is, it did confuse me. Um, yeah, but which... the, the alternative to that is like the old point and click games. You remember, like uh, like going back to 
the Lucas Arts ones like Monkey Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in and out Simon the Sorcerer and things like that, where yeah. you would just pick up everything in the in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you'd have to kind of you'd eventually it boiled down because <laughs> we're going back in time where there was no internet. So you wouldn't have it you couldn't find guides unless you had the magazines or whatever. So you would end up just trying to make everything interact with everything with else. everything else and, yeah, then, yeah. and if there are red herrings you, you could be there potentially for hours for one puzzle and i'd, I'd rather so... that though i think than what chris has described yeah and i think i'd rather it, that than so... wandering around every room in the available i definitely would rather yeah you know, i think at least have stuff on me even if i don't know what it's for at least i know at some point i'll be using it I... yeah, yeah and yeah. i th- yeah and i think because i went in with that mindset that you've just described is if i'm if i can pick it up or if I inspect something and there's something there, it will pick it up because that's yeah. literally what most point and clicks are. I was I wasn't expecting to go. Oh well, now if I go back to the bookshelf, I'll actually do something with it. And and then that that's the thing where it's just like once you know that that's the thing, then then it things start falling into place because now you go okay. Well now I know there could be a book. I'll go and investigate the bookshelf and it's it, mm. it clicks a little bit more. Um, but yeah, the first. Like the, or like the middle of the game where you start to run out of the initial items and you're like right now i've got to find the next wave of items but you can only pick them up in a after knowing certain things it was a little bit confusing mm. what i will say is if this game sounds interesting and you want to play it and you indeed get stuck <laughs> there are mm. there is a complete walkthrough for lord winklebottom investigates on goddessgeek.com so definitely check that out and, and a video review on this very channel that you're watching this on mm. unless you're watching on twitch in which case it's on the youtube channel which is yeah. get fucked nerd because so, so check that out because that'll <laughs> help you in case any any bit of your it you're stuck we cover every section of the game so definitely check that out we're here for um, you what's that we're here for you we are, we are, yeah. In terms of, so that that's probably the the biggest kind of criticism I have with it. Um, I scored it a seven. It's good game. It's, it's what's that? It's a good game. Yeah, a good game. Like once I got over that kind of approach to the logic progression, it was fine. the The humor's really good. Um, they like I say, they lean into the fact that it's it, you know they've got like all like strong British accents and things, and they take the piss out of themselves and the genre and stuff, and it's. You know, I didn't want to skip any of the kind of conversations because they, they, I wasn't I wasn't wetting myself, but it, they, they were funny and interesting. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's well worth it's well worth investing in, especially if you what if you like monocle giraffes. Child, I don't know, again, you gave me <laughs> what, the, what did I say? You said I'm I wasn't sure I wetting said myself, and you just gave me the image of, of the opposite. I don't know why. Mm. You want to get on giraffe hub. Let's listen. If you're only listening to the audio version of this, you're missing out because there's some chat in in the live chat. Which, you, if you go to YouTube, you can watch the you know the repeat the live chat replay. I believe it's called. I'm not going to read out some of those messages, um, but they're good. <laughs> that's what there, there is. There's some good chat there. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's um, true. Sh- shall we move to a game that um, I, unfortunately, if you are watching, I give with one hand, take with the other. I don't have footage of because it's a game I desperately want to play. But I yeah, haven't played yet. I will have to because I've heard literally nothing bad about this game. Um, Lyle, what have you been up to? Hopefully you'll say the game I've just... I, I think I understand because I have one game that you talked about having yes. finished last week. I've left and one game I don't think you've played. Because I need to. I think I probably need to give another warning for it. But... Yeah, that probably. makes sense. So I was looking for something to play on the Steam Deck that I hadn't played that was, you know, relevant for this year. Um, and I landed on Neon White because 
like Adam, I have heard nothing but good things about it. And it turns out all of those good things are incredibly true. Ah. And everyone needs to play it, really. Really um, could have done with you saying it, the opposite. Really could have done with... No, yeah, so no, I really do with you going, don't add this to the list. No, add this to the list, definitely. Um, so Neon White is... You play as like a sort of like a bad person i guess a sinner who is go who is in heaven and is kind of being put through like there's like a sort of a contest to see if you get to stay in heaven where you have to like kill the demons that are getting into heaven um like better than everyone else who's in it essentially and how you do that is in these sort of like first person speed run stages i guess that are like um you you like you have really good aerial momentum and you just sort of you almost like you just jump about these 3D environments. It's like a sort of course. They're about 30 seconds long each, usually, maybe like 30 seconds to a minute. And the whole point is like you really need to crack down on this level and get it down like the exact route they want you to go. Um, you sort of you collect cards as you go that are like weapons and. The, how the weapons work is you can fire them. I like a weapon, so, you know, like a pistol or a machine gun. Or you can discard them. If you discard a pistol, it's like it, you use it as a double jump. If you discard a machine gun, it's like a grenade you can fire to either kill enemies or if you fire it at your feet and jump, you do like a grenade jump. So every weapon also has like a maneuverability element that will help you sort of speed run through the level. And it just like it plays so beautifully. It's it is perfect for the deck. If if you happen to have a Steam Deck, it's really good for that. How does it work? Because like it's it feels like sorry, it seems like one of those games. Like I've seen it in action. I have seen trailers and game. They, I think they even put a gameplay video out. But it is one of those yeah. where it's almost like I think I need to play it to one because even you explaining it, I'm like I've read Chris's review. I, I've listened to you just explain it. I almost feel like you need to play it because it's just yeah like i don't get like because it seems to me it's all about speed like i, I the game i think it of is all is about ghost speed. runner was it ghost runner yeah yeah in terms of pace the name, i was like that's what it sounds like but yeah, only in terms of pace game. because it also looks like you pause to do something with the cards and i'm wondering um, how does that um you don't pause to do okay. anything with the cards okay, uh, sometimes right. there'll be tutorials that you run into that might pop up so like that's that might be when you've seen pauses because mm. if you run into like a tutorial to teach you what to do or whatever but no you literally just like if you see the cards you just run into them and you'll like each level will be sort of like oh. a fairly straightforward path i suppose although they'll usually be different routes and the aim is to get to the finish and kill all the enemies on the way, essentially. Okay. And yeah, you just sort of need to master the tools how you do that. So you need to, you know, work out if you're going to use this gun to gun down loads of enemies or if you're going to need it to leap somewhere higher or like have to keep it for later. You can swap between your weapons as well. So you can be like, okay, well, I might need this double jump pistol for later so i'll switch to the other one um it just works really well the speed run element's really clever because um like it gives you all these times and it's not particularly intimidating like sometimes you will do get like a silver or a gold on your first go maybe but like there's also like there's one higher than that as well um but like alongside that as well when you once you get once you hit either silver or gold, you unlock like a hint for the level where when you run into it, you'll see like a ghost of a character running around a direction you might not normally take. So like it's, it, it although it sounds like you hear speedrunning, you think, 
oh shit, I'm going to like really have to master this game. I'm going to have to have the best reactions. And like, it actually takes you through it really well. Um, so which, which is really nice. Cause like, I don't think everyone's going to want to just be like bashing the head against a wall on every level. Um, and then in between sort of worlds, there's almost like a, like, I mean, close to like a adventure game visual novel sort of element where you can talk to all the people who are like the other, because you're called neons, the people who are competing to like stay in heaven and you can talk to the other neons. Uh, and in each level, there's a gift hidden that you can get for one of them and then you'll learn more about them. Um, it's just, it's really, really good. It's everything that like, it's a lot of things I love about video games rolled into one video game. And, yeah, and it's it's one that it's gonna come up at the end of the year. Like it's a hundred percent. If well, only I play it, it's well, no, coming Chris, up at the Chris end White of the year. It, like, Chris has as well. What yeah. did he give it? Was it nine, nine point five? I know it was a high score. Something. I want to yeah, say it was, was nine point five, but I, I, I go to hey, listen. If you're listening, go to godisageek.com and look it up. But I, I it was definitely nine or above. Um, yeah, because he and I tend to have quite similar tastes and i think lal you and i do as well there's like there is a diverting path but there is like broadly speaking um i really didn't need to hear it was that good oh no it's really really good like i I want to be playing it right now you're keeping me from playing does it it run well on deck like oh really really well smoothly uh, perfectly it's it's lovely on the deck like i wouldn't want to play it anywhere else now in chat i mean i googled it and i just got um born Weird, weird, yeah. Well, basically, weird, weird gold mask women in bikinis. So, I'm downloading yeah, I mean... now. <laughs> so, so it's downloading. I'll, I'll report yeah. back in three to seven minutes. It, it isn't that expensive. <laughs> like I believe you can get it for like fifteen quid on Steam. Um, it does, I, it's, yeah, tw- it's twenty quid tops. I'm looking at the art style, and that's the sort of thing I normally don't look at. I mean, I, I'm not, well, girls in bikinis, fine, but I mean, like the the general, like. The way the actual graphics look, it's not my cup of tea. But the idea that it's a mm. uh, a super fast first person action game, which is what yeah. the first line on Google <laughs> says, killing Adam at the moment. Yeah, sorry. That... Neon White is a lightning fast first person action game. That gets my attention. Uh, now I kind of want to try, and I hate when Lyle recommends a game and then I want to try it. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it no, feels listen, like crossing over got... to a dark no, place. No, 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 I know, but yeah, like you, right. you have the backup of Mr. White. Mm. Neon, Mr. White. Yeah. Chris Neon White. Oh, Chris, Chris Neon White, yeah. yeah Chris Neon, Neon Chris White. White. But yeah, they, I mean, the way Lyle describes it, I, I kind of really want to try it, obviously. Yeah. I think if I was going to... I'd say a lot of games I love I wouldn't recommend to you, Mick, but this <laughs> is one that I'm fairly confident in, yeah. <laughs> well, I tried your... Just sorry, just on a little tangent for two seconds. That game... What was the game we talked about at the in the end-of-year deliberations last year that every, no one else had played, I think? Was it The Forgotten City? Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah, I yeah. That. Without but digging like in into that... it, I played that mm-hmm. after after that after the end of year stuff, and I thought mm. that was really quite good. So yeah, sometimes God, I'm sure that really helps Lyle <laughs> past Lyle. Just need yeah. that time machine. Yeah, yeah that, remember that. I, I apologise. So we didn't get on the list. <laughs> yeah. but there's always a game like that where you play I, it later yeah. and you're like, I mean, I'm playing through as I said, Met- uh, Metroid Prime at the moment. Now, now we're talking game yeah, of the year back yeah, in yeah, 2000 yeah. and something. Yeah. Like, like, wow. Um, t- 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 we're going to swing a little bit hard and fast here from talking about something joyous and fast-paced and blah, blah, blah. We talked about... Hopefully you listened last week. We talked about As Dusk Falls, and we talked about one of the things in that game 
is that there's a trigger warning for a part of the game which gives away, literally tells you what's coming up, thus kind of not spoiling the story. No, spoiling the story. Um, I mean, yay. It, it, there's no way around it. But um, we're not. We're still not going to spoil it. But well, I did so ask. So, no, I did ask Chris and um, Lyle like how they what they thought about what I was presenting that the game was presenting. Um, but Lyle has now yeah. actually played through. I think the whole game. It's weird. It's weird, isn't it, though? Because you ask Chris and Lyle, so I mean, you think mm. one other person might have played it as well, wouldn't you? You'd think an, an effort I guess would have been made, I admit, but nothing. But, you know, I mean, I guess there's one good boy who does his homework and one who was round the back of the bike sheds. Oh, get out of his ass. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Shut I, your I'm ass. Not, I'm not again. Not to start <laughs> this again. Um, first of all, we should say, what do you, what do you think of it, generally speaking? Because it seems to be picking uh, up a little bit of heat in our, in our Discord and stuff. I've heard yeah. things, actually, yeah. Mm. Generally speaking, I will say, I really, really liked As Dusk Falls. Uh, I, uh, I think it's of the sort of very heavy narrative games of the year, like the sort of, the like, if you're comparing it to, for example, The Quarry, I preferred it to The Quarry, I think. I, re- I think the story's really, really strong. I-, I think you'll really love it, Chris, when you do get oh, oh, yeah, He definitely um, like this a lot, mm. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the There's a sort of... A lot of people, I think, are being put off by the art style, which, for the first half an hour, is yes. really, really weird. I, I would and even then... say half an hour to an hour. Like Within yeah. the first hour, you definitely adjust to it. I can't explain it. I can't because there was, as I said on the no. pod, there was a moment where I was genuinely worried. I don't know if I can play this because there's a shudder effect, which you can turn off, by the there way. There is. I checked afterwards. You can turn yeah. it off. But there's like a shudder effect when sort of shit goes down, isn't there? That really, actually, I don't get motion sickness from games. But really, maybe you're like, no. oh, fuck. Um, it's, it's really weird. And I mean, I think in general, even just like the sort of still characters, it's very, it's, it's very unusual. And it was something where I was like, oh, I'm like... I'm going to have to really force my way through this. And then the story you, was good enough that... How would you describe yeah. it? Like, would Because it's, 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 sort of it's like, kind of like real pictures, but not... Yeah. It's like, it, it's almost like realistic 2D pictures that don't move. And then sort of like, you'll sort of see them change and they might move a little bit. It's almost a like, bit like a flip book, I guess. I don't motion. know how you'd describe ex- Stop motion, yeah, but, yeah, but not some... like as you think of st- stop motion with like massive gaps between, like your hand movement will be there and the next one will be there. You won't, you won't see any of the yeah. frames between it. It's just there, then there. I guess kind of yeah. You could we, we could just keep doing poses of like yeah, and then and you know like like it's just each one will just be a single pose and it's kind of what it is though. It is yeah. and but it's very. But it's, 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 is, it, is it like is it like you know when. I guess when you're playing like RPGs and they have like conversations and then yes. they they kind of move yes when they're saying different things. But there's things. like is a motion like blur effect between each frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yes, that, yeah. no, that yeah. is what it's like. But also more, re- it's like, do you know when you get those apps on phones where they do filters and turn you into a kind of cartoonified? Mm, cartoon yeah, it's sort of like brush, that. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you can. They look like real human beings, but. Like they've gone through some sort of app that's, yeah. Anyway, I mean, I just go, yeah. if anyone's curious, watch a trailer. That is the art style. The art style's, you know. Yeah, and it might it might seem like something you're not going to appreciate, but it basically the story's very interesting, and after a little while, you won't notice it. Yep. So it'll probably be fine. Um, 
yeah, but like the story's so engaging. I think another thing I really like about it is compared to something like a like a supermassive game, if we're gonna go that route, or a, I suppose even like a like a Detroit or a Telltale Heavy Rain. I think one of the th- yeah, you've, or even a Telltale game. I think one of the things I really like is there's not the sort of slightly slow paced, boring walking around a forest section. Like it's just story. Mm. Like there's not any like you're exploring an environment and the pace really drops and like maybe you're finding out little bits of lore. Like it's it's just it's more like watching a movie with decisions and mm. quick time events, I guess. But like it just the, the story's the story's just so good that you'll want to keep playing as well. Like it's so it, it's it, it's really engaging. It, it sort of spans uh, between times, and the characters are really good. It's all centered around like a crime basically happening. And I, I almost yeah, want to do really really like it. on this, and it seems really odd because I think the last one we did was probably Resident Evil Village, which was obviously like a massive massive game. I think it was, yeah. Um, and this isn't, I don't think, you know, on that scale. But is it Game Pass? Is this on? Game it is, Pass? yeah. It is oh, actually it is, in Game yeah. Pass. It is, um, yeah, but yeah. It also, we can't really do this conversation because it would be spoiler cast. But I sort of realised after the pod that I hadn't spoken to Chris White about like what, what happened in your version. Fuck me, the diversion, the diversity and choice in that game. Like he, it's it'll be no shock to anyone who plays narrative-driven sort of point-and-click style games that you can keep people alive and you can lose people and people can die mm-hmm. um i lost one person in my playthrough i'm not going to say who's no need to chris lost everyone bar like one or two and like oh, telling shit. me how his game went and he like we basically tried to send each other like a paragraph summing up kind of the arc of the game and like his game compared to mine was like did we play the same game it was so the only thing i think that is is absolutely always happens is the very final moments because you told me that you had the same thing i had chris had that same thing what leads up to it is just completely different but it does feel like the final moments are if not set in stone difficult to not have happen um i, yeah, I would like to ask like, like what you felt about the trigger stuff like without spoiling it yeah, so the trigger stuff, without spoiling it and without going in, into any details that people might not want to hear, um, there's, I mean, as we talked about last week, as you explained, there's a moment where at the very start of a chapter, it says this trigger is going to happen. Like, you can skip it if you want to, but like this, it, like this, this is going to happen in this chapter. And by saying that it obviously is basically saying that's what happens in the chapter like you're not going to be surprised because it's coming no matter what like mm. no no matter what option you pick yeah. that's what's going to happen in this chapter and i mean it's basically the same point as i had last week of just like they need to do that in a much better way like say it at the start of the game or say it in a have it in an options menu to turn on and off or you know something something more elegant but uh, because it very much it spoils that scene. If you're someone who doesn't like knowing what's coming next in mm. something you're playing and wants to enjoy twist moments, like that one can't exist. It doesn't it exist. Kind you of can't be like, have that moment. If you were watching a film and then all of a sudden it stopped the film and said, this is about to happen. But that that's kind of what I yeah. was trying to get in. It's difficult to get into without sp- being spoilery. But I, I was a bit concerned, like, is that the path 
entertainment's heading down. Now, again, I should really be clear that I am absolutely in favour of not upsetting people. I Hopefully that doesn't need to be clarified every fucking time, but the world we live in, maybe it does, I don't know. But uh, how far are we from that happening? I Hopefully with that, that's it just... I'd like to trust the person making the product. Do you know what I mean? I, that yeah. I, not I feel... think it's something that needs exploring by the powers that be a little bit, isn't it? It's something that, I mean, this is obviously, I haven't played as Dust Falls, but this is obviously not the way to do that. Well, the thing like, is, I, as well as I would argue, trigger warnings no, but I would argue this is really not very graphic in any way. Like yeah, I, I, I that, would argue, I, it's really not graphic at all. I mean, I may maybe there's someone sitting here yeah. watching this going, "No, you're absolutely wrong. It really upset me. I wish I had skipped it. I, I'm sorry if that's the case." But I watched mm-hmm. it and I'm like, "I don't." I, I, the difficult I was thing in is knowing where. As yeah. well. The difficult thing is knowing where you draw the line on what. But the, this what is the trigger thing, is and what the trigger but, is. But going I feel to I feel like I'm very difficult to upset, but that doesn't mean I can't see when. I'm difficult yeah. to upset personally, but I can certainly, when something's happening in a TV show or game, I can definitely identify it and go, mm. there's people going to be upset. I'm not, mm. but there's people. And, and this just, to me, it just didn't, what... it just didn't, it, there was no part of it where I was like, yeah, See, this none. is the other thing as well. I think if you're, if you're using a trigger warning to defend against something that could... Um, I mean, how, where do you go? I mean, a trigger warning, I mean, you don't put a trigger warning on, like, I don't know, Saving Private Ryan for people with PTSD and things like that. But, like... But I think you might now. I think now, yeah, if but, it was released, you might. But at the same time, like, are we, are we? is it a trigger warning against something that could offend or upset? Because I, I generally don't believe that there should be a trigger warning if it's something that someone might find offensive. I think if it's something it's that might upsetting. trigger an upsetting or a PTSD... Yeah. Then yeah, that right. I, I kind of agree that there should be well, but even then though, I mean, this is what this isn't the way to do it. Like this but is no, just this like Lyle said it last it, week, right? and and we I don't want to repeat ourselves too much. This I'm just I'm glad now that having played it, you sort of haven't gone. Oh no, they were definitely right to do that. I'm glad that you you know your instincts as it were were. Um, yeah, definitely. Like yeah, it just feels like if if we are going to have things that people don't want to see, like it needs to be like Mick was saying, it needs to be explored and done better. Like, like you could have console system-wide settings of, like, these are things I don't ever want to see. These are things mm-hmm. that really upset me. And, like, games could, like, you know, actively use them. Like, you know, like I think it would all be, like, quite heavy-duty stuff to make it work better and, like, in a way that didn't spoil it for anyone else as well. But, like, if the alternative's this... It's gonna just but, like take away some of the enjoyment from games, and that's shit too. Ab- absolutely, I think one of the difficulties lies in that. I think because I think what you've said there again is it's like it's like telling a console, "Hey, I invert my controls. Don't don't make me yeah, do it." Totally. And every time you get, and you know, mm-hmm. like, I remember the Xbox 360 was like you could you could set a system level color if like in a racer or something you like to be blue or whatever. It would you know there was stuff like that. I think the issue might be a little bit of. I, I think most publishers developers manufacturers would say do your research before you buy a game find out what it's about but we're not in that world anymore because with the likes of game pass you just download it because it's Mm. free inverted commas so you Mm -hmm. don't need to like go i see that they've announced as dusk falls is coming to game pass so i'm going to watch every show i don't need to i'm just going to download it and give it a go um 
I don't know. It's it's a debate, I guess, that will will continue. And it it was interesting, Lyle. You mentioned it when we were just chatting away, like in in text form. Um, yeah. The quarry doesn't have any of that, I don't think. And the quarry should have one every five fucking minutes. Like it's oh, yeah. Do, do, yeah but so I when, think maybe that's different because if you buy the quarry, maybe you know what you're going into. I don't know. Like, but but that's what I'm saying. Who is who is the onus on here? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't agree. I agree. Also, you like, do know more in the quarry, but I don't. I don't agree that therefore. Who's responsible? Yeah, for what the entertainment you, you consume, I guess. What if you buy a game for sixty quid, and then you and it's not on Game Pass, forget. But you buy a game for sixty quid. You take home, you put it in your console, you turn it on. First thing that comes up is. Trigger warning: This may happen if you have this. Well, Call of Duty. One, go, one of the Call of Duties oh, did that fuck. because now of the no I'm Russian level. Have to it. The, mm. the, the level in the airport. It. I'm sure it was at the start of the game where it was, and and I think they do that now. Call of Duty, where yeah, they say like there's can... scenes of graphic violence. Do you want to see this? Yeah. That I don't. Get, I, I, I feel like that's a thing. I don't get why this game's decided to go rather than do that at the start of the game. We're going to completely mm. spoil our own story by just telling you what happens. Trouble is, is that is what happens without spoiling it is it integral to the story because if it's integral to the story i don't and it even has think to it is there, i don't see, even my, think it really is see, so it's character building i guess be, if you can take it out why not take it out why is it in there anyway well that, that, that's a, a that's a, that's wall, another discussion integral, i think i mean it's like the no russian level everybody when they when you didn't play it with the, with that level and that didn't happen everybody went well they didn't miss anything so why did they leave it in, in the first place was it for the because it was, was it got it people talking Exactly, and so I wonder. Like, I'm not saying that the guys who've done as dust balls have done this to get people no. talking, but at the same but time, it's worked. So it's two weeks have, running. Yeah, we've talked about it. If you have to say to people, this will happen and it will upset you, but then on the other hand, you could say, but if I take it out, it doesn't affect the game. Then don't put it in in the first place. Why is it there? I, well, that's my question. I think I think what you've hit there is like some sort of middle part of a venn diagram between the internet and creation <laughs> like exactly yeah. <laughs> um, yeah 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 and we, we, sh we should move on um as does falls we're talking about it because it's a good game i think as well that is important to oh know. yeah definitely like, i mean I'll, is... just, I, I'll just say like before you carry on like mm. obviously i need to play more sunbreak i've got to start neon why <clears> help start as does falls luckily there's help no I. more big games coming that i'm just going to absorb my no. time no none mm -hmm. yeah um, oh Except for Xenoblade Chronicles Three, <laughs> honestly, I don't know where I'm going to find the hours. I'm not joke. even buying. I, I I've looked at it and I want it, but I'm not even going to bother because I'm not going to play anything new till Christmas at this rate. It's... <laughs> uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Three is. I mean, this is not going to be a shock to anyone who has played one or two. It's massive. Mm. Like it is massive. Like. I don't know where to really start. Like I remember sitting down to write the review, and I'm like, I don't. I don't personally like to write two to three thousand word reviews, right? I don't. I think people just tail yeah, off. Me neither. I don't yeah. think people want that anymore. Um, not when it comes to a website or even a video review. I think people want shorter, more concise stuff. You cannot be short or concise when discussing this game in a review, mm -hmm. because there came a point where I'm writing about it and I'm going. I think I texted you, Chris, didn't I? I said, I'm 600 words yeah. into this review, and all I've done is talk about the combat, and I haven't finished talking about the combat. Yeah. Um, it is so mechanically dense. It, I mean, <laughs> do you know? Do you know those games that every time you get a tutorial, it goes into like a tip section? 
Mm. Yeah, so yeah. You can go to your tips section in Xenoblade Chronicles, and this is a controller here just for arguments. And you go to it, and you hold the down button on that tips thing, because it's got one there that you haven't actually looked at yet. So it's got a little dot next to it. Oh yeah, those ones. Mm. Yeah. And this game is the worst I've ever played for those little dots. If that bothers you, I would oh, almost I say don't play this. Because <laughs> I, 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 in the end, I and then Monster Hunter me. does it. Little yeah, the little dots on Monster Hunter are These nightmare. are everywhere all the time, and I'm yeah. like, it, it, it was is so excessive that I actually broke me to the point where I'm like, I don't care anymore. I'm not going to go in. Like, there's one where you can just go to items, hit right trigger, and it actually clears all dots for you. Just that one. I stopped even bothering. By the fiftieth hour, I'm like, no, don't care anymore. But anyway, you hold the down button on the tips, and you may as well put an elastic band around there and go make a cup of tea, because <laughs> in terms of the tips. It's it's crazy. Like, it's almost it's almost one of the things where I want to say to you, Chris, as the fan of the series, what do you want to know? Because I could just sit here and talk for an hour and probably still not not really get through it. You know. I mean, so okay, so a couple of things. One is like around the quality of life stuff and whether it makes a difference. I guess is the first first thing would be good to know so if you're watching on the video unfortunately just as i said that i've gone into a battle on the video but in the, one of the worst Damn, things about the battle series, question. <laughs> one, one of the worst things about the series i feel like i've rebranded is that um is that i personally think the map system is dog shit it's been dog shit throughout the whole series they haven't fixed that it's still a crap map you still can't tell which level you want to be on however if you look at the video version of this podcast right now you'll see a glowing orange line that you can turn on or off at will that you can just follow to your destination. Now that Xenoblades seems like nothing. can't look down, so I... mm. <laughs> but that, that seems like nothing, right? It's massive. It is massive yeah, it is. to be able to go. Just point me where I need to go. Don't make me climb up somewhere and go. Oh, actually, it's down there. Oh no, it's even further. <laughs> it just points you in the direction. It's not always perfect, but it's such an improvement in terms of quality. It's like the for me the biggest quality of life improvement in the game. So there you go. Question one answered. Okay, question two is obviously there's like six characters and then yep. seventh and um, so how how does that work? So obviously, you know, like Tales of Rise had six characters, but it was like four plus two and you know, so how how does it work like with six characters fighting at once? So there are moments where I lost, I just couldn't tell what was going on. Right, you you you, the, you know what you're doing in terms of button presses because you you kind of almost like muscle memory kicks in. Yeah. But there are times where genuinely I was like, I can't see which enemy I'm attacking because there's just so much information and so much happening. I can't tell. Like, because that that was my follow up question. So this is like, because remember, remember the um, the screenshots and the videos and mm -hmm. stuff, and there was just like, like the the HUD's got so much on it, and then there's like all the characters, and then there's the enemies, and then there's all the little damage numbers and little symbols and stuff like. Does it work or does it become like? I don't so know so, so it does work. There's, there's you know, okay. it's five or six times that I remember distinctly being like, "Fuck me, this is a lot. It's too yeah. much. I can't work out what's going on." Generally yeah. speaking, it works just fine. Like you do, it. it, it, it you'll be you'll be familiar with the, the sort of pace they tutorialize and, and introduce mechanics that you know. Fifty hours in, you will get a tutorial pop up for something. You're like, "Wow, okay, we mm -hmm. are still learning." Um, yeah. And and that's the, that's the, very much the same. I think it's the most tutorialized game in the series. Like it does explain things. I will say, like the chain of chain attack stuff, which returns, has had changes. 
I think mostly for the better, but there is one thing I think is very, very much not. Um, in the previous, I can't remember in two, but in one, if you finished a chain attack and you kind of overkilled something, the chain attack would then turn to focus on another enemy. Mm -hmm. It doesn't do that here. If you are doing a chain attack against one enemy, it will go. To, it does what I say, overkill. So you've, you you can see their health bar's gone, but it will continue the chain attack, and you can continue the chain attack. And what that does is awards bonus XP. Um, <clears throat> that bit I like, but I. But if you're fighting, there are times where you're fighting two bosses at once, and it's like, God damn, I wish it just turned <laughs> that character like every other RPG in history, like. If if you've lined up six attacks and the fifth one kills someone, every other RPG worth its salt, mm. the sixth one will auto-target the next enemy that's alive. It doesn't ever do that in chain attack. Um, I found that like the um, interlink stuff they talked a lot about. I found I actually used it not that much. Like I did use it. Don't get me wrong. In a, in, a, in a sixty to seventy hour story, you do use it and you have to use it, and it plays into the chain attack stuff as well. But the thing is, is Xenoblade battles are kind of long enough without making them longer when you can choose not to. And sometimes it's easier just to auto-attack, use your arts, and just smack things up rather than do everything else. You know, like, if you, you will get big enemies that aren't bosses or several enemies that are decent level that you have to fight, and you will get a chain attack option. I don't think I ever did a chain attack outside of a boss battle because it's like this is a the grunt enemies are sponges. I don't want to make this fight longer by now doing a chain attack and having all the animations kick off. I just will continually attack them with arts. <clears throat> that said, I think it's the best one in the series. Like it is it is an exquisite world. I didn't give it like a 10 because it could still be better. Like I think that's the most frustrating thing about the series is that people who play them tend to love them. But if you were honest about them, you give it a 9 not a 10 because you say there's so much room for improvement. Mm. Um yeah, I think I said to you, didn't I? Like it's it's like one of those ones for me where it's like it's a 10 for enjoyment in terms of mm -hmm. what I'll get out of it. But if I was reviewing it it's I'm not. not sure I'd I give think... it one. It, like it's 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 a nine critically or whatever. Yes, exactly like, that. I adore it and can't wait. And exactly I love that. It. Like I played the shit out of this game. Like yeah. if it weren't for COVID, I think I'd have finished it within probably three weeks. See, I've never got into a Xenoblade game, Chronicles game, except Xenoblade Chronicles X, which I know I've said before. But for some reason, like I bought Xenoblade Chronicles two and I played it for about I don't know probably about 10 hours or a small sample i suppose but and and i couldn't get into it and i i, th I haven't played the definitive version of is it Genic blade chronicles one they released yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I, I haven't even tried that because two left me feeling just really and i don't know what it was i don't know if it's because i'm i'm i, I mean i'm more into western rpgs than eastern rpgs anyway but I, I just couldn't get into it but then i felt the same with tales of arise so maybe it's just my it might just be my preference maybe but xenoblade chronicles x felt more western i guess i think you know with the, the, the big open world and the robots and all yeah, that so you like stuff. the robots <laughs> well i do like robots yeah. there's plenty but of robots have... in this there are plenty of robots in this like it, it's um it's 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 weird i just don't know what to say it's so it, it took over my life like it's so vast um and i still have side quests i'm going to go back and do and stuff like that i think 
I think the story, because I, I get what you mean, Mick, but I think the story pulls you in quickly because it is, whereas in a lot of <laughs> RPGs you will start with like a party of three, then you'll get a fourth and you might have to switch them in and out, um, mm. and then you'll get a fifth and then a sixth at 40 hours or whatever. Because in this it is six people are the party, the story is about those six people, only those, well, it's, it's about everyone, but it's about those six mm. people's tale. Um, yeah. I think it means you become invested a lot quicker. Yeah, yeah. Because every story beat revolves around this these characters and the people they know and meet and this world. I think conversely that might be what big fans of the series dislike. Because the one of the things about getting a new party member in any RPG is what class are they? What do they do? What skills can I unlock? What's their mm. thing? In this you don't change characters like that because you 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 can switch classes based on the heroes that you meet along the way and i think the speed at which they allow you to unlock them for each party member is slow and unless mm. i missed a tutorial i don't know how i really don't know how quickly it is or isn't like it, it, it I, I went back through the tips trying to find it and all i could find was that say you meet a, a medic gunner and their affinity is with um, I can't remember, but one of the characters, just to say, they can automatically switch to that class once you've done their quest, right? So you can have right. them two in your party, six plus one, the seventh, two medic gunners, but nobody else in your party can be the medic gunner. Unless you have more people in your party for a length of time, it gives them an affinity too, and eventually it unlocks that class for them. But I never, right. 60 to 70 hours in, never understood <laughs> how long or how quickly I could make that happen. At one point, I was like, look, I want this character. I'm going to do an experiment for the next while. I'm going to just have this person in my party because I want to see how quickly I can unlock that person's class for everyone. Five to seven hours I did that, and I still hadn't unlocked it for everyone. But I don't know why or what mm. I'd done wrong. Yeah, yeah. So that class stuff is cool and interesting, and it adds the depth like major like there was there's so many you know the rpgs have accessories like hey wear this bangle it'll give you plus 10 yeah, yeah. Crit. my <clears throat> god my god the amount of them i don't know how any human is going to manage that system without just going automatically assign best See, I don't, now I, don't. I want to play it just for that because <laughs> like, i love that shit yeah it, 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 it's, it's remarkable like i have never seen a game with so many accessories now maybe it's because like you're not getting new weapons like you would in others or or stuff like that it is just accessories i lost track i'm like i'm just gonna hit auto assign because i can't because as well once you hit like level 10 with a class until you do a certain special quest for each one that's maxed, so you're kind of wasting time not doing it for another class. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that you then, all those things you've equipped were great because you were a medic gunner, but now you're a sword wielding katana expert, katana expert, and they're really not of any use because you were a healer. Now you're an attacker, and then you max that to ten, and now you're going to be a defender class, and all these accessories need changing because they don't you make sense. You kind of wanted to have and, a, and, a loadout for each class. I was going to say, did just they, go click no. In the auto-assign stuff, does it take into account the class? Yes. Okay, well, that's, yes. a, that's at least something so, then. So if you've never been a class... Yeah. So, so you've unlocked... So there's 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 the, the third accessory slot becomes unlocked, I think, at level 50. So that's, that's all three of them, right? So you've got three accessory slots, and you've just unlocked a new class. You switch to it, they'll be blank. So you can press auto-assign, and it will assign the three best at that moment. 
So it does it, in the terms in terms of those quality of it's life. It's quite things, intuitive. Like, yeah, yeah, but but also originally, like for the first, let's say fifteen to twenty, maybe more. Yeah, maybe twenty to twenty twenty five. I was doing it manually. I was going like, well, Noah's an attacker, so I want him to be doing more base damage with his auto attack because I'm doing that a lot. Mm. After the, a certain point, I was like. Fucking uh, nope, <clears throat> nope. I'm just gonna hit auto assign, and I never once looked back. The only time I but did it was that a specific good art. Thing? That's is what that I mean. I don't know. I I, like, I like I... the fact that I could just auto assign, but I would be shocked if the amount of accessories you end up with, people were doing it manually because it's I mean, so I've, extensive. Yeah, because I feel like if you had a game where after 50 hours you were still invested enough in that system to want to do it all manually, like if you're playing a like a, a, a an RPG like. The Witcher or something, for example. I know mm-hmm. it's a completely different ball game, but that kind of RPG where you're still getting stuff at that after 50 hours and you're going right and you're looking at your kit and you're deciding what to what to equip. You don't ever get to a point in games like that where you just go, oh fuck it, I'll wear anything. Because it matters, it's kind of important. Whereas when you're playing a game like Xenoblade Chronicles 3 and you've hit 50 hours and you're just like, you know what? Maybe it doesn't. And then I wonder. How vital a system it is! Like that did cross my mind. No, that did that had that did cross my mind because there are boss battles. Naturally, well, this is the thing: there are boss battles, uh, and Chris, this is maybe where you can chime in and tell me there are boss battles where the health bar's there, you know, top center of the screen, and you're doing attacks, and they are they're barely even what you would class as whittling it down. Yeah. And and on top of that, you'll do a chain attack where you're getting like now four hundred percent damage, now six hundred percent, and even then they're like this. This enemy's three levels below me, but I am barely denting it. They, so so I don't know if I'm honest how those systems. Yeah. You know, you would like to I think mean, if you'd done it automatically, that would matter. I remember. I mean, it's even been a while since I played Xenoblade Two, but mm. like, I remember some of them really going in on the whole like break topple thing launch that stuff's stuff. vital if you're not doing that in this game by the way yeah. you're gonna every battle i remember i remember that was like if you don't get your head around that and you just try chip away an art stuff then you you just you're dead in the water because just... i'd argue there are bosses you won't be able to beat yeah yeah absolutely later on um obviously i haven't played this so no. i don't know what the other nuance and stuff is but um, but I found that made me always want to have a class that I because you can switch character at any time. Even in battle, you can hold the trigger and switch between them as long as yeah. they're alive. Um, <laughs> but this is like this. This is how vast it is. Okay, in this game, only the healers can revive people. Okay, there's a skill or an item or something I found about forty hours in that I remember seeing said this will allow your other party members to revive people and I was like oh god if I could have everyone equip that and that means everyone can revive everyone yes now for some reason I either didn't do it or forgot to equip it forgot to buy it then I couldn't remember where I saw it and then I started to remember if I dreamt it (laughs) and I I never did find it again and I you know I completed the game so it's not like it's essential but it was one of those where it's like it's so vast I'm absolutely sure it wasn't a dream but I fucking can't remember what it was i went through all the accessories it's not one of them unless it was one i didn't buy for some reason because every time i went to a new shop and there was like oh there's a zero buy it because money's not an object if you're playing this game i don't think it it is in xenoblade after a while you just you're getting so much from fighting but at the same time like it's the best rpg i've played in ages because 
while the accessory system is something I didn't delve into because I could just automatically do it, the class stuff, the art stuff, the interlink stuff, the story, all of the rest of it I was invested in. And and going back to the original thing I was saying about it being a nine, not a ten, there's one world, there's one part, right, and I went, no spoilers, it's just a transition. You're, you're doing the story, you're walking along this sort of lush green area and you get to a story point and it goes to a loading screen because you've got to the next area and the next area is just snow. And you're like, what? What? <laughs> what? And like, I, sp- I spun the camera camera around to see if there was like a line where it was like, there's green and there's yellow, and it's like, okay. And but you know, it was so far into the game, like, I'm like, like one of those things it. in films where it's just like, why is it nighttime? Like, yeah, what? <laughs> yeah but like, it was so stark, and I was like, they can get away with this because they know they got a good game on their hand. But mm. also, if they did that stuff, if they, that's the sort of stuff they addressed. Do you know what I mean? That that's yeah. And there's no question. Like, listen. Not to be that guy, but there's no question that the game is marginally held back by the hardware it's on. There's no question we're at that point now. Like yeah. this game mm-hmm. does, like in handheld, there are moments. It's actually quite playable in handheld. I was, I had no problem with it. I spent two hours playing it in a car, in a hot car, I should say. Um, <clears throat> but um, there are other elements where it's like it's a bit, it's a bit muddy. It's a bit, it's a bit ropey. Um, there's this, there's this fucking weird thing that I could never get my head around. Like someone hadn't pointed this out. Is that people, well, all the people with long hair, which is everyone, by the way, apart from one person, their hair goes behind their eyebrows. <laughs> like it goes behind it. I've seen that before. I've seen that in something else. That I couldn't understand. And, and the other the thing, time. the other thing I would say, and this is the own, this is my only major complaint. I lost track of the amount of times you would spend twenty plus minutes on a boss battle, defeat that boss, and be like. Yes, but the cutscene immediately after shows you losing. I hate that. That's a personal one. That's yeah, a personal I mean, that, thing. That's just. That's just. Yeah. I'm, that wouldn't. I mean, it doesn't bother me because I know you've won for the <coughs> yes. purposes of what you need to win for. But I understand what you mean. But it wouldn't bother me. I'm like, okay, it, we're, it, we're coming it, back for round three, are we? Okay. Oh, and the Fine. rest, mate. That's that's. Oh, that's I know. Why, I'm just. Yeah. That's you know why it bothered me is because the one thing I will say without spoiling is that a lot of the boss battles in this game are quite similar. Like, there's not as while there's plenty of enemies you will fight in the game. Like the 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 variety of of, of the enemy you will fight is mass is massive. The variety of the bosses you fight is the opposite of that, and. So when I spend 20, 30 minutes doing a boss fight, like I say, yes, yes, I've done it, I've done it, that Dark Souls thing, yes, and then only to be seen a cutscene where they then kick the shit out of me. It's like, first time, yeah, okay, second time, 20th time, fucking die, just die. I've killed you, <laughs> die. Like, and, and I, I just I just feel, you know, that word again, elegance. I just feel, I don't know, it could, like, I there's certain bosses I lost track of how many times I fought them. And it, it just to me was like, I, I've had enough of fighting you now, because I've mm. I've not lost once to you. This is not. Yeah, stop having a go, mate. <laughs> kind of, kind <laughs> of exactly that. Out. Kind of exactly that. And also, again, minor criticism. I think it thinks it's cleverer than it is. Like there mm. are there are things that happen in hour five where you're like, yeah, I, 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 that's that's that person. That's that's person X. And then twenty hours later, they reveal it. Like a mar- literally, a mask comes off, and you're. And I think they think you're supposed to go. <gasps> where you're like, when you first showed me that character, it was blatantly obvious who that character was. This isn't. A sp- and they do that quite a bit, quite yeah. a bit as well. One of the um, East games did something similar to that. Was it I mean, Monster of Knox? Yeah, 
it, it, those the thing is those are two things quite high up on my list it, it, if we're talking action games one of them for me would be uh, and Mick you can't comment on this right now but one of them would be when an enemy can hit through your attack um, like mm. if in, in that kind of game I, I, I don't like that next week yeah, next week yeah. we'll talk about <laughs> <coughs> Bed Chronicles 3 is just one of those I was I was looking for a game like this I was looking for a game that I could just absolutely lose myself in like just engorge on you know like and, and it's it's absolutely that it is 100% that I do think it will be maybe polarizing in places between fans but ultimately it's just such a fantastic video game that uh, I, I I mean what's left RPG wise I don't think much is going to top this it's remarkable how quickly they've put out games in this series like Monolith have got something magic I, I I would love them to be given even a bigger budget because I do think there are still some nuts and bolts they could tighten that would make it you know it would push it to the 10 it would it would it's it's just that adventure where you just want to just keep discovering like you know you, you just can't help yourself you finish a side quest and it unlocks four more and you can't help yourself you know you should be doing the story because it's time-based but you're like, yeah, but I want to know what's going on over there. All the colonies are individual. They've all got their own quests and people and the affinity stuff. It's like, there's so, I, it's so much. And that will put some off. That will be too much for some. Because I think it's the most Xenoblade there's ever been. Does that make sense, Chris? Mm. I mean, they're always pretty. It, feel, it feels you know. like, it feels like it's got a, a um, it's copying, it's like bringing the denseness from both. Yeah, you know, and then some. The, yeah. the way the way I first, we will move on because I appreciate not everyone wants us to keep talking about Xenoblade. But the one thing I thought of is in my head a lot of times this cropped up is that I imagined a meeting somewhere in Monolith's office with a big whiteboard up, and they were just write, writing ideas for the next game. And normally they go across the boat, like goes save that one for the next one. Uh, that's good. We'll do that. And I, not not this time. This time they just went all of it, <laughs> all of it. <laughs> Yeah. In fact, has anyone got any more ideas? Yeah, yeah. This is a double-sided yes. whiteboard. Yeah, we turn it over, and then they did it again, and then, they, and then even then they were like, oh, "There must be something more we could add." <laughs> and and it's, it is it is monumental of a game, which is all the games this week. And now, normally, I would pass over to Christopher Hyde mm. for listener correspondence, but he's been a bit upset recently because um, he's been so. a, he's been asking for for weeks for someone to do a jingle for him for his listener correspondence section so I I thought I'd do it so I put in this isn't going to be great for, for Mick and uh, Lyle unless they're watching the stream about now but um, I put in a, a tremendous amount of work and effort um, I put my all into this um, so let's let's just do it let's do some listener correspondence it's time for Chris Hyde's listener correspondence it's time for Chris Hyde's listener correspondence. Yeah. Over to you, Chris. I mean, I don't know what to say. If anyone was ever worried that we don't keep production values high on this podcast, then, well. Hmm. Right. Let's get into the questions. Okay. So, G-Town Steve's got a few questions for us. So, first one. Um, Lyle, I'm going to come to you first, because coming to you last okay. is horrendous. Um, Amazing. Milk yeah. substitutes. Which have you tried, and are there any you'd recommend? Now, I presume... just before Jesus we get Christ. Years, like, he means different types of milk, and not just, like, 
water <laughs> as a substitute yeah. for milk. Yeah. It means like, I mean, it's I, like I put tequila in my yeah. cornflakes. Is that yeah, exactly, exactly? Yeah. So I assume he means like yeah, like yeah, rather than cow's milk. What what alternatives or substitutes have you tried? Yeah. And are there any you'd recommend? Um, I mean, milk? I think I've tried. I've tried a lot of them. I guess like I've had soya milk, oat milk coconut milk i think that's one um i mean i don't have that much milk to be honest and when i do i just have milk like i'll have milk for cereal sometimes if i'm feeling a bit spicy a bit excited at costa i'll be like oh let's get a milk substitute and it'll make it like it'll make like a, a fancy coffee a little bit worse but not enough that i'll be that arsed but no i don't really care it's not it's, it's not the most exciting thing to talk about for me personally. Wow, even slagging off the question. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> Feedback for Steve. Mick? Uh, I like to bath in asps milk like um, Cleopatra. Cleopatra, yeah. That counts. I have a straw in there while I'm there. So when the milk's gone, I get out. That's how, that's how I know I've had enough asps so you, milk. Just to be clear, you take a bath in the milk and then you drink the dirty milk the that's around thing. you. <laughs> Well, until the, it's empty. The assumption, the assumption that a bath of milk that I'm in is somehow dirty is. But why are you in the bath insulting. if you're clean? Because I want the milk on my skin. Like and the Cleopatra only... did. It wasn't to get clean. It was okay. it's good for the body. Right. Uh, and obviously, I'm I'm quite a fan of. Um... No. No. I'm not going to say it. Okay. <laughs> Although, I have. I have got uh, four children, so I have tried. I've tried it also. Human, yeah. And yeah. I don't understand if that's a milk substitute. I mean, it's weird that we, we don't drink uh, breast milk, but we drink cow's milk. That, to me, seems weird. <laughs> like, mm. This is milk yeah. from a person. That's milk from a bovine in a field that shits <laughs> yeah. down the back of its yeah, legs. It's different. So, I, What's that yeah. got to do with anything? Well, I don't know. But, I mean, does it get any on the udders? You have to question this. Is there splashback? Can cows look? Yeah, down? I guess. I guess it's quite can low, they, isn't it? Can cows look down? Yeah. Can they can't check their udders for? No, I mean, they, yeah, they but... probably can't see you when you're when you're milking, probably. when you're tugging on the udders. But my <laughs> my wife did go uh, vegan for a while, so we did try all the soy milks and the almond milks, and the only one I like that's not just plain. And I have green top. I don't know what top you have. Yeah, it's like semi-skim. 70,000. Yeah. I have green top. But I do really like almond milk. I do really like... I think, when, I think that's when, the when best one. A, yeah. Yeah, well, if I, you're going to make a smoothie or a milkshake, I like almond milk. I don't yeah, know if so I, mean, I, I would imagine all the substitutes are expensive because anything healthy seems to be expensive. You can buy yeah. eight Mars bars for a pint of soy milk, I expect. But I like, like UHT in a coffee. I mean, my wife hates oh, UHT milk, but I'll have UHT in a coffee because it, it... Those little fucking... Yeah, little like those ones. I'll point this little... Room temperature. Yeah, yeah, I like geez. I like that. Survive nuclear why. warfare, those things. Yeah. But I also wow. like I also like cream in a coffee. When we, you know, because if you go... I mean, in this country, we just put milk in everything, tea, coffee, whatever. But then, like, if you go to America and you have cream, it's a different... It has a different taste. It's, it does something. I, I'd happily try any of them. Like I've no, I just have n not because I've not any need to. If that makes sense. Almond milk. Yeah. Good. We I mean, it sounds nice. Yeah, we did a health kick a long time ago, as you could probably tell. Um, and yeah, we that. we cut out milk and just had almond milk. Unlike. Sorry, one of the chat comments just made me 
Sorry, I'm not reading that either though. Um, <laughs> There's, and, and I will say about the chat. It's it's not from who you think it normally no, would be from. No, it's not. There's, it's there's not. a few people that have either shown their true colours or have been very out of character this week. But um I'm Yeah, back. almond milk's nice. I, I quite like almond milk. Like I wouldn't yeah, I'd try still it. I want to, I wouldn't want it in a coffee, but like cereal and stuff's nice. That's what it? I was um, thinking, maybe on like shreddies or cornflakes or yeah, something yeah, quite yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. I, like, yeah. I like the sound of that. And if you if you're if you're lactose intolerant and you want something different you know, there's there are quite a lot of substitutes out there now. It's it's a it's turned it's into world. an infomercial like a, all of a sudden. Well, it's Public the world service announcement from Big Well, it's true. You know, try I don't some, doubt that. Uh, I don't doubt that. Try some almond milk. Okay, um, changing tone slightly. You're sat on death row, oh. but instead of a last meal, you have a last game, a last movie, and a last snack. Ah. What do you choose, Adam Cook? Oh, what? Because I could see you put your head in your hands. I was like, I'll ask you first. I would try to cheat the system with my last game by saying Super Mario Maker 2 because it never ends. Yeah, so I, I would just get that. to keep Warcraft. playing it. I'll just play yeah. it. And, and who's to say that I wouldn't just be allowed to keep playing it? Last movie. God, oh, no, blimey. This is the hardest one, I think, of the three. Um, I'll come back to that. Last snack, pizza. Well, snack. I mean, yeah, pizza. I'm having pizza as a snack. I'm gonna die. It's your last snack anyway. Yeah, I'm having a massive pizza. Last movie. I think you're gonna have to come back to me and let me have a little thinky. Last movie. Mick. Um, I would play. This is a brutal question, by the way. They are. It's hard. Yeah, it is. I think I would probably play something. I think if I was if I if I was on death row, this is it. Rather than try and cheat the system and say I'll play something endless, because I'd just end up fooling myself and get bored after six hours and that'd be it. I'd play something that I've that I've I'd play something like Metal Gear Solid, the Phantom Menace. Uh, Phantom Pain, so Phantom Menace. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The, That's, I'm not watching that no either. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Phantom Pain, Metal Gear, because it's a game that I always wish I'd played and haven't. So I think if I'm gonna die, maybe I'll load that up and give it a go. Uh movie Certainly not fucking Phantom Menace. Maybe um, probably Princess Bride because that's my favourite movie. And I think if you want comfort before you before you die, I think I'd watch Princess Bride again. Um, I'm going to try and help us all out here. I, I I'm going to Google best we, movies no, of all time. Interject? No, I, I I know, I know, I know. Go on. Like, I I would never have had Mick Fraser, the manliest man of all man man mans, <laughs> going. My favourite movie ever is Princess Bride. Princess Bride is fucking manly as I fuck. I know, because it's one of Zoe's favourite films. It makes me watch it. It's all his, right. His... It's not... <laughs> I bet, it... uh, dude, uh, Princess Bride's not all right. That's like Citizen Kane's. Well, that's actually Citizen Kane's shit. Here's the top ten movies, according to IMDb, right? You don't want any of these, by the way. Good, the Bad and the Ugly. No. Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Pulp Fiction, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. I was going to say that. Lord of the Rings trilogy. We're not even into the five, top five yet, though. Pulp Fiction, I could watch. On Number six is The Joyous Schindler's List. Mm. Yeah. Fuck off. Twelve Angry Men, The Godfather Part Two, The Dark Knight, mm. The Godfather at Two, and The, oh, the, Sh- dark- the Shawshank Redemption. And the- Wait, so <laughs> you think, I was, when I was thinking, you might as well watch The Green movie. Mile, Shawshank yeah. Redemption. Yeah, I was thinking of like what are my favourite movies. I was like, okay, well, Shawshank Redemption or Pulp Fiction or something. And I was just like, don't I? Just, if I'm gonna die, do I really want to watch like Pulp Fiction? Like all, all that's in that, or do I want to watch something I, happier? See, I don't think I have a favourite movie, so I don't, and that's what this question is, isn't it? Yeah, kind no, of I don't know. No. I, I was thinking, like, would I rather watch 
Pulp Fiction or Shrek. Minions. As my last mo- yeah, as my last movie that's like happier. Like <laughs> banana in the background as a I movie. think I'd probably watch The Last Skywalker because that would make the execution yeah, much a bit more easy enjoyable. To yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, I'm ready for this now. I'm ready now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even put me in the chair. Think, Just bang behind I think, the pins. I think, Mick, I think we've given Lyle and Chris enough time now, haven't we, though, to come up with theirs? I think so. I think it's fair. Lyle's ready. Look, yeah. Lyle's ready. He's sure. Yep, he's okay. ready. <laughs> yeah, I got this. Okay. Um, I mean, after how vast you said it was, I'm going to say, I think... I think Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is not a bad place well, to start. I'm not going to finish it otherwise. Answer, shall I? All right. Yeah, you'll, you'll have to, won't you? Fine. Um, you can have so, yeah. the same game. There's no rule that says you can't. Oh, yeah. That'd be a fucking great podcast. No. That would be. I've, we're, we're next to each other in the cells, and I've got the cartridge. Oh, he's fucked with it. I'll tell you what. If you were next, <laughs> to, me, you were next to me in the cell on Death Row, I'd already killed myself. So... <laughs> Just, just do and, it. And, and, and there was no trigger warning for that. There was no trigger warning for that one. <laughs> no. Um, movie jingle all the way. I think that'd be quite good to have on before not you die. Movie with Arnie. Anything Arnie. Yeah. Um, At least it's not bad Santa, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, Snack. I mean, it's hard to argue with pizza. For the snack, but um, the thing is, I mean, like, I've, there's I've a local before. place that does really good. Go on, not really good. Yeah, I was just gonna really good sandwiches that I've posted on the Discord before that I just think are awesome. Yeah, so I probably just have one of them. But the question I would ask you is: is is there an ever been a day in your life where if someone had said, "Hey, do you want a pizza?" You'd go, "Nah," because I, no, I I don't not. think I'd ever <laughs> turn that. No. I think if I could I have eaten being... dinner and someone goes, "Do you want some pizza?" I'd go, mm. "Yeah." If I was being eaten alive mm. by warthogs. And someone said, "Do you want a pizza?" I'd try and do that. I think. I don't know that... what he's just mm. said. No, is that the method of execution? It kind of feels like we've entered in into the, the wild streaming conversation from last week. Well, the thing is, is if we're being eaten alive by warthogs, and that's the that's the death row thing. I think it will change Chris's answer, which was obviously going to be, um, you know, Timon and Pumba or something. Oh, what, Lion, Lion King. King. Yeah. That's Chris's movie. I, I, mm-hmm. Actually, that's a great shout. I love movie. Lion King. That's not a bad I, I, one at yeah, all, yeah. I, yeah, move over, Shrek. Lion King. I'm watching Lion King. Yeah, it's not a bad film. Um, my last game, if it, Xenoblade Chronicles three or another long game, I should have played like Red Dead Redemption two or something, so I can play something new that's going to last a long time. And then snack, mm. pizza, or a really banging cheesecake. Oh, because I, I do that. like cheesecake. I see. I was cheesecake, assuming that was maybe. yeah, pizza and cheesecake. I mean. Come together as one stack. Only ever the same. Can you not have half half pizza? He half does say pizza. last snack though, not last meal. He'd said snack. If anything, it feels like pizza was already too big. Well, pizza's yeah. kind of a complete meal in itself, isn't it? I just have a slice of a slice of cheesecake. God, you miserable people! I'm dying. It's not our fault. We didn't put you there. Oh, you shouldn't yeah. have killed yeah. all those kids. There we go. No. Stop is breaking the law. Has yeah. everyone answered? I'm a bit confused. Yeah, everyone's answered. I think oh. we've all answered. I, I can't. I, 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 I don't know. Pizza, I, pizza, pizza, cheesecake. I think we've all that. Yeah. Right. I, I, I just don't know. I mean, die hard. Whatever. Fuck it. Die hard. <laughs> I tell you what, it's never a bad time to watch Die yeah. Hard. No, though, that's so. true. Yeah. It's not a bad show. All right. Yeah, it'll be fine. Better uh, Warship Down the... or something, I suppose. Oh, fuck <laughs> Warship Down. I, that's, I can't watch that film. That's, that's why <laughs> I don't like rabbits. Kind of... <laughs> Anyway, I don't, I Steve's can't. last question. 
With news of another <coughs> potential Tomb Raider movie reboot, where would you take the game franchise next? What's needed to bring it back into the spotlight? Mick. People buying it. Oh, sorry. Um, no. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with them. They just fucking. No. Know, sorry. Yeah, like the, the, the they last, just shipped the, the last one out yeah. to the develop a different developer. Well, they should have just the kept Tomb the original Raider. developer on it. They were great. Yeah, the reboot trilogy. I don't yeah, I thought they were. Yeah, no. The first I two did... were great. The third one was attempt at being great but by a different developer and it was buggy yeah. and unfinished they just they just carried on as they were instead of making crystal dynamics do i felt like there was a lot of noise probably like mm. into the it was more in the twitter sphere than actually real life but about all the emotional the caveat stuff of, i appreciate that of lara but like I just, I don't. I thought they were good games. But, it, and well, and well, also, not, not being it. funny, there's no if. By the way, what's needed to bring it back in the spotlight? It is coming back. Like yeah, you yeah. don't, you don't buy the brand Tomb Raider like has happened because it's been sold. Square Enix have sold that. You don't buy that and then go. Then sit on it. Don't worry yeah, about Tomb Raider. We'll make a Deus Ex, yeah. but not a Tomb yeah. Raider. That. I think we'll make a Legacy of Kane, but not a Tomb Raider. Are they doing a new movie then? Is that what? Well, that's I say the, the a potential Tomb Raider movie, but is news to me. Mm. I think I've only seen see, one I... of the main movies, and it was all right. See, I don't. I didn't like the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider. I didn't really. I'd have thought that there would have been a couple of things you'd have loved about that. Right. I like Angelina Jolie's tits in what she's wearing in that Tomb Raider <laughs> movie. Okay. The again, movie thank you for the clarity. <laughs> the movie itself, not so great. <laughs> Lyle, this is fucking. The second movie, I you could just put that in a can and shoot Which it. Which is the one where Chris Barry was in it as the butler? That's the first one. He, okay, I've he seen pops that one. up in the second one a bit, but so does Gerard Butler, I think, is in the second one. Is he a butler um, in it? He's a bad guy in it. <laughs> okay. Seems like um, miscasting to which, me. Oh, your name's called spoiler, me. you're not supposed to know that. This 15-year-old movie. Oh, well, I'm absolutely movie. devastated. But I do like yes. the Alicia Vikander one. I did like that movie. It wasn't Wait, brilliant. what? But did I did I, like they've them. already rebooted. I missed that they've already rebooted it. Okay, rebooted in like twenty sixteen or twenty fifteen. I don't know what year it was, and it had Alicia Vikander and um, what's the guy who's in the Wire? Brilliant actor, Gerard Butler. <laughs> Looks a bit like him though. Craig Charles. Definitely double have him. No, Craig Charles. Instead of Chris <laughs> Barry. Instead of Chris Barry. No, I know he's just Looks. No, he's... looks like Gerard Butler in your first answer. Oh, I didn't hear that. Job. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't hear that bit. Sorry. No, the guy uh, I can't remember his name. Brad Pitt, West. For Dominic sort of West. The irony? Dominic okay. West. He plays uh, Lara Croft. I don't know who that is, anyway. So I mean, have you not? You've watched The Wire? Not watched The Wire. Anyway, what's the next question, Chris? Alicia Vikander, Tomb Raider film was decent. Okay, so okay. Blue, uh, do that. Put Alicia Vikander in the. Oh, movie. Mick, shut up! Like, I'm answering the question. Why would you answer the last she... question? No, you went off talking shit about a film. No one gives a shit. Shut up. But the question right. was a... no. fine. <laughs> move on. Move on. Right. The question mentioned the reboot. Look, you're not going to win this one, Mick. It's his section. It's his section. You saw yeah, the jingle. Yeah. He didn't even know right. about fucking giraffe. So just, just, just <laughs> be quiet. Right, Lyle. What yes, game have you purchased and repurchased more times than any other? I'm pretty sure I've owned Metal Gear Solid 3 on every platform it's been on. Says McPoo. Um, yeah, I I don't really repurchase games, to be honest. Like, I'm going to you first, then. I just sort of, like... <laughs> if, I mean, there'll be some I have twice, because I guess they got remade and stuff. Like, I've got Wind Waker and then Wind Waker HD mm. and stuff like that. 
But like, I don't know if there's any that I've had more than like I've got Spelunky on a few platforms. Maybe it's Spelunky. I'll say it is because I can't really think of anything else. I think it's The Witcher Nick? Three. For... Okay, never mind. Yeah, The Witcher, <laughs> yeah. The Witcher Three. The Witcher I think I own it on every format. Yeah, yeah. I've got mm. The Witcher Three on every platform. And I think I've got Skyrim on every platform. Oh. Yeah, mine. I've got so, Skyrim on a few. I've got I've got Super mm. Mario World on. Quite oh, have you got Skyrim I was thinking Super Mario World because on because of how many times it's been available to rebuy. Yeah, I've got I've got Super Mario World. I obviously had it on the stairs. I've it was definitely on Wii Virtual Console, maybe Wii U, Switch with the SNES stuff. It was I've got definitely it on, on Wii SNES. U. Um, and probably somewhere else. So, like, yeah, that's probably Switch. the most. It's on Switch, but with, via uh, virtual. Um, yeah, know, the, the SNES... Nintendo Online expansion. Yeah, 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 the SNES stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm just I'm trying to think. Is it on like DS or something? I don't think it is. Um, but yeah, so there's quite a few copies there. Probably that one. Probably Super Mario World. Yeah, I think it would be that for me actually. That or let's like, say The Witcher Three. I think technically I own two copies on Xbox 360. So I think I own it physically. And I have a promo and digitally, so <laughs> I don't. I didn't. It's not. It's not like oh, it's my favorite game of all time or anything. By the way, I don't. I don't really know how it happened. It just has. Okay, and then Mick um, has done what he normally does, which is ask us all uh, our own questions. So Adam, yeah, what's the game you're looking forward to in August? Well, if you go over to the release calendar for on godasageek.com. Um, so August is a bit of a strange month, isn't it? Actually, um, that calendar's not up to date, Chris. So I don't want to worry you, but um... are you talking <sighs> to Chris White even though he's not here? No, no, because it's me that does that calendar. So, oh right, oh you mean like I'm just not going to have a clue what games are? Yeah, I'm afraid so. Um, I'm I'll just what you do. You know what? I am quite looking forward to seeing how Saints Row plays out. I yeah, think. same. Um, but I am also appreciative that's probably someone else's answer. So I'm going to say... Oh, I've got one. <laughs> I don't think Lyle's going to like this one, actually. Roller Drone. Because it's it's like... Roll 7 have done Ollie Ollie, And they've done... Um, is it Not a Hero, that game with like, the shooting? And so I'm kind of uh, intrigued yeah. to see how they pull it all together. Yeah. Because I wasn't a big fan of Ollie Ollie World. And I'm hoping that this is back to form for them. So, yeah. He's asked everyone that question, by the way, so we may as well just go around the room. Mine's awkward. Okay, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Take the fifth. <laughs> okay. So I'll just pause and yeah, let other people answer. Yeah. Um, I mean, sorry, are we talking about what we're looking forward to this month, particularly? In, in August, 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 yeah. Yeah, so coming up out in August. Oh, yeah. um, month, Hard yeah, West yeah. 2, which I previewed twice, um, yeah. which uh, which you should go and check out <laughs> if we want to do a shameless plug yeah. on a um go and go and check out uh god is a geek i've done two previews the second of which i actually got to talk to the developers they did a they did a live play and i sat in, uh, with them on discord and watched them do it which is like an xcom an xcom like that looks really good i'm really looking forward to that and um there's a souls game coming up which is called thymesia which i think is out back end of the month which I, I, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to getting a go of that. I think it looks quite interesting. And Saints Row, obviously, because I'm a big fan. I just, I just want to like I've, with Saints Row. I just, if, if it's nice and smooth and it plays well, I don't see how they can fail to make a decent game that you'll enjoy. I don't think it's, well, it's, it's going to blow anyone away, but I think it's. 
Mm. It's not that. It's going to be the people that attack it for the woke in this. And oh, that it's on a hide into I mean, nothing. But but yeah, I mean, yeah. in, in this and room here right now, I don't see how that game with a bit of co-op action and a bit of silliness and some I, fun. Yeah, I can't see how. see how I won't enjoy it. Yeah. I've never played I'm, the I, I don't I think it'll like, make lists. And, I don't think it'll make top tens. I don't think it'll be blowing anyone away. But I don't think it has. Oh, it's to. not going to surprise anybody. I don't think it's. But that's. It's not that game, is it? It's. It's. No. It is what it is. Saints Row. We know what to expect. Even if they go a little bit more modern and they try mm. and do that, it's, we know what's coming. Really. What? Um. What? Lyle. What's your answer? Uh, I've got a few, yeah. and none of them got picked, so that's okay. Uh, oh. Soul Hackers Two is mm-hmm. August, I think, yeah. which is. Yeah, which is what uh, sort of like a Shin Megami Tensei game looks kind of like futuristic neony persona. So yeah, that looks good. That looks right up my street. Uh, there's Tinykins, which I uh, previewed yeah. the demo of. It's if you want to, uh, if you want to uh, check that out on the website for the, another shameless plug. But yeah, that's sort of like Pikmin, Chibi Robo, 3D platformer all combined to something that seems like it's going to be really good. Um, and I was going to say Curse to Golf as well. It's like a 2D golf oh, I saw RPG that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. story something that just looks interesting. Mm. Chris, you did yeah. you did you oh, list one? I mean Xenoblade for you, I'd imagined. I know it's if not in allowed, August. If we're allowed, I will be playing it in August. I don't think you can. I don't think you can see. Is oh, Saints Row August? Someone said felt like it's October. Now I'm doubting myself. So why do you tell 23rd. people? Yeah, I'm sure it's Saints August. Is August twenty third. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So what's your game? Calendar, you can't, you can't, I can't really... I didn't want to say what mine one was, but um Well Mick did it. And he's doing in exactly the same situation as you. So you okay, just two say point it and campus. move on. Two point campus. I wonder what that will be like having played it, he says. Um, <laughs> go on then, what's the next one? Uh, okay, so next question for you, Adam, is uh, are you getting the Xenoblade expansion pass? Yes, got it today. I'll check you out. Um, what game from the first half of this year do you still want to play or still oh, play? I need to go back to God is a Geek's release list. So... <laughs> um, <laughs> On, on God is I don't think I've missed too much this year, actually. Um, no, I imagine for this, it's more. What do you want to go back and still play more of? I I have. Sorry, is this is this? No, you can as well. I'm looking question. through it. No, I you can, have. You've got one. I have to go. I really want to play more because I just haven't had a chance properly to get into Horizon Forbidden West. I've got it. No, no I've still got. It hasn't come that. out of my PS5 since I got it, but I just right. haven't. Yeah, I, I think that would it. possibly be my game because although I finished it and did some side stuff, I want to platinum and finish the, everything in that game. So yeah. I, th- I think that is probably the one. This is probably again, my... I think... Elden Ring came, didn't it? And then everything else just Yeah, not... and everything kind of I mean, I'm, yeah. I feel and quite I privileged that... I managed to finish both of those, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm not like, See, oh, I, did, I, didn't I finished get to Elden play Ring, it. but not Horizon. And I, I've always got a game at Christmas. There's always a Christmas game when I'm off work and the releases are slowed down. There's always a game that I sit and I do, and I'll usually try and platinum mean, last year i did ghost of shima and control but this well, i think year, ghost of shishima is still on my list by the way yeah i think that this is still gonna be, be the horizon that i'm gonna i'm gonna really I, jump I, into i would say i wouldn't have minded having a bit more time to spend on stranger of paradise final fantasy origin because i did like that but it just yeah, kind of came the DLC. and went the dlc yeah. sort of came out and i just looked at it and thought i don't really don't know have if time I want to go back yeah I just, and, and to be honest I with this is to the, play triangle strategy triangle this, this is a silly one um, because it really could be done, but like with writing up the news announcement of the new Mario Kart tracks, I really didn't spend enough time with the first wave. I, I really mm, like to go back no. and play more of that game. It's such a fun game. Yeah, um, Chris... this is like a. It's like a mm. uh, my my 
my diamond shoes are too tight situation when you're yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. what we yeah. do we play oh, like, so fuck me, many I'm not games like, I, yeah, I finished Xenoblade Chronicles yeah I finished Xenoblade Chronicles 3 and it's out today as we record I'm crying a fucking river for Adam yeah. Yeah. Like, that's um, what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely um, Chris I'll do the questions for you then what's mm-hmm. um, your favourite non-free to play game I know the answer to this that you still go back to you regularly I still, I still go back and play Astroneer. Um I thought it would be FIFA for you. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's, that's why I said I need answer. the answer because I, I assume you still play. No, that I, yeah, I play FIFA. Yeah, no, that's that's a much better, more accurate answer. I play FIFA almost most nights with my friends. Try and play pro clubs, and I'm dog shit. Um, you're not. I played with you. You're not. Well, they tell me I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're great friends but um Sound yeah no it. i play uh, yeah to be fair i play fifa a lot but i only ever play pro clubs it's weird <sighs> i hope in the future i can only buy pro clubs you know mm. i think they, that's where it might end in the future but um yeah fifa actually always almost every day goes on okay. for an hour and and he wants to know physical or digital for xenoblade chronicles 3 digital um although normally i'm i'm the old man that goes physical mm. but um digital this time around okay. um and long long single i mean other long single player games i mean i just i didn't I, quite I, get that bit that's why i didn't i'm guessing it. he asked generally do i have physical digital games right, okay. or whether there's any other long or he's asking are there any other long single player games I need to play if they are it's triangle strategy um but yeah i normally do tend to go physical because i'm an old man i like the little boxes but i have digital for xenoblade 3 yeah okay so i'll do lyle's so what's your current favorite steam deck game mate um, I mean, I talked about Neon White, which is pretty much mm. up there. But uh, if I'm going to go for something else, uh, just because it was in my library, I have the original Spelunky, and I've played a lot of the original Spelunky on Steam Deck just because, you know, it's bloody lovely to have it on a nice little portable, on a nice big screen, and it's all comfy to hold and everything. There's just something about the way you pronounce Spelunky. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's quite Spelunky. Spelunky, whatever it is. That's not the right accent, but, you know. <laughs> Wow, Spelunke. Yeah. Spelunke. Yeah. Spelunke. Anyway. Um, okay. Oh, for goodness sake. Is Power Wash Simulator better than Breath of the Wild, Lyle? I forgot that this was coming. No. Power Wash Simulator is better than no single game ever created. Really? Power Wash Simulator <laughs> is the worst game I personally have ever played. In terms of, like, I've played more broken games. Like, there are games I'd probably have to say are worse, too. like, review score-wise for brokenness. I'm not listening to the Deadly Premonition 2 part. <laughs> you definitely did, because you said it. Um, I did. Um, but in terms of, like, the least I've ever enjoyed a game for what it is, it's Power Wash Simulator. I find it so far beyond tedious, it's unreal. Uh, I didn't get any satisfaction from it at all. It, it was one of the... Um, as I, Any time I started to play it, because I was, I was playing it to, to write about it before it was out, um, at any time I settled down to start playing it, the moment I loaded it, my stomach dropped. I physically, in my body, felt worse knowing I was going to play it. Uh, when I was in the middle of playing it, the thing I said to my partner, who was sort of sat nearby and, you know, uh, just listening to me complain, was that, like, 
I find washing dishes or mowing the lawn more enjoyable because it's basically the same sort of thing, except I get more satisfaction of knowing I'm actually doing something that is useful as opposed to just staring at a screen and doing this equivalent, but without the physical exertion that's more enjoyable and the usefulness. I think Power Wash Simulator is an awful little fucking game. I didn't quite expect that emotion, actually. I thought you'd just say, yeah, it is, just to piss me off. But um, No, no, okay. it's not. Um, last question for you, Lyle, is uh, what's your favourite SMT demon design? Ten minutes. Um, it's quite a boring answer, but I, like, I really like Jack Frost and Pyro Jack that are in all of them. They're just sort of like the cute, fun mascot-y ones there. I also like quite a few of the sort of ones that end up being bosses that you recruit later. Things like Matador or wendigo but yeah no not not any exciting one there's one that looked like a big there's one that looked like a big cock on one of them it that is. was that was famously a thing i mean that's a good answer too. the one that looked like a big penis mm. <laughs> okay <laughs> moving on to big penises mick um what's your favorite sunbreak new monster uh favorite sunbreak new monster oh uh, Garen Golm, probably, or maybe Seregios. So Garen Golm is like a big gorilla made out of rock, for those mm. who haven't seen it. Um, and it's just such a big monster. Like, I like the big monsters that you feel like you're really fighting something huge. I don't like the little chicken monsters. So Garen Golm is great, and Seregios is just so fucking... Do you remember in Ice World, in uh, Monster Hunter World Iceborne, when T-Grex came into it? I think they mm. introduced T-Grex. I mean, it's an old... I don't know if T-Grex is an old monster. I'm not good on Monster Hunter lore. But when that monster came into, I think it was an Iceborne, that thing was so fucking aggressive and angry. And then, like, that's what Seregios is like, but it's in the air. I love that fight. So yeah, Seregios, Garangol, and probably Furious Rajang. Because it's Furious more... Rajang. Furious Rajang, yeah, which comes with that sorry, spoilers later. Like yeah, yeah, Furious. <laughs> you've got you've got Rajang. Can I have a Furious Rajang and Rice, please. Yeah. Well you've got um... Rajang who gets pissed off anyway, but then yeah, Furious yeah. Rajang is He's just really so you know off. it's con so you know how Chris uh, will definitely know this. You know how Rajang goes into his enraged state and he yeah, goes yeah. Well, Furious Rajang is just that for the entire oh, fight. Just... You still just stick a sword up his bum. You have to, yeah. You can't yeah, hit yeah. him really. But yeah. he's such an angry fight. I think that I like those I like those sort of fights. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. I'm not too sure what this question means. Maybe I'm being thick. But um... it means the question is have you, because you, you reviewed it on PC, have you played it on Switch as well now? Oh, have you made okay. any progress well, I mean, on you know, Switch? Yeah, yeah. Oh, me? This yeah. Is, this is the, yeah. Okay, so yeah, uh, I played it on PC um, pre-release, um, and then afterwards I jumped onto the Switch version, but I, I have played mostly still on PC, and only because I, I so when, like I did with Monster Hunter World, when I got Iceborne, I switched weapons and tried something new, then when I played it on PC, I did that again with a different weapon, um, and I did the same with this, So and I got so into playing um with the hammer on switch i was really enjoying it but then i went back to the pc where i'm a switch axe i've always been a switch axe main and i just it's so much fun so i just ended up and like the switch for the pc version's better like i know it, mm. but the pc version's better you know faster load times the graphics look so much better uh the frame rate's better so i just play mostly on pc but i've got i think i've so i've cleared 
uh, Master Rank 100 on PC. On Switch, I think I'm about Master Rank about 45. So I've still put like a lot of hours into the Switch version, but I mainly play the PC version. Cool. And then finally, what do you want in the first update? Uh, I don't know because I like I'm not at the moment. I haven't hit that point yet where like I almost feel like they've promised us updates for like every two months or something for mm. the rest of the year. I almost feel like we're being spoiled a little bit this time because I'm not kind. I'm kind of not done with what we've got. So at the moment, I know. I mean, we've got definitely two monsters confirmed in the update, which is coming imminently. Uh, there's other monsters. It says plus several other monsters. Yeah, and they have told us what those are. Um, there's also it says rare subspecies and powered up monsters, and people still aren't 100 percent sure what powered up monsters means. Um, so I don't know. I I kind of I'm not done with what we've got, so it's hard to say. I'm just looking forward. To, I tell you what, I really want out of Monster Hunter as a series is, and I want to try a new weapon. Like I've seen older weapons in in older games, but the fourteen weapons that were in World are the same as in Rise. It'd be nice if a future update, if not this one that's coming, let us try something that was completely different. Mm. I think I'd like that. So, okay. And then the last question this week is from Deadbeat Prince of Pegging. Um, <laughs> Just to make me read it out. Cheers, buddy. Uh, finally got around to playing the original Wasteland recently. Apart from 76, it was the only Fallout game I'd never played. Are there any games that you've always wanted to play, but just never got around to it for various reasons? Bonus points for Croc. Adam Cook. Metroid Prime Trilogy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, it just, it, it, it sort of came and went for me because at the time it released, I did have a GameCube. Um, but I also had very young children, like babies. Um, and I just, I, I don't think I ever played it. I, I think I owned it. I just don't think I ever played it. I didn't play, a, there's a lot of, there's a period there where a lot of games I missed because of, you know, there's, it happens for everyone, whatever age mm. your kids are. Mm-hmm. Um, I am currently playing Metroid Prime Trilogy, finally. And um, so I, I, yeah, I just never had the chance to. And, and, and then I bought it on Wii U before they did the whole thing. I don't know if they've shut the store down, but they were going to. So I thought, right, I'm going to just buy it. Then at least I own it. You know, it's downloaded. Um, and then I couldn't find my Wii sensor bar. So that, and I was like, oh, I can't be bothered with this. Uh, it's t- too much faff, but I have now played. And it is pos. I haven't finished it. I'm close, very close. Um, I think it's probably gonna push into my top 10 if not 15 maybe of all time it's that good mm-hmm. so yes there you go Lyle? um i mean it's not necessarily the oldest of games but i really feel like i should have played the recent god of war and i always think that i should have played the recent god of war but it was just at a time a similar sort of time where it just very much passed me by and anytime I think I might have time to play a game that isn't like either to catch up with the year's releases or for review, I think I should probably make it be be that God of War. I think actually near the start of the year, I maybe like played the opening like 10 minutes and then something else came up. But so, yeah, I've, I've not played that and I probably should. Mick? Um, probably either... Final Fantasy Ten, great game, or or Metal Gear Solid: The Phantom 
pain. Because Final Fantasy X is a game that I just missed. I was really into Final Fantasy VII, eight. I think I played some of nine. I bought ten at the time, or I had it bought for me because I was younger, and I think I was... I don't know how old I was when 10 came out. I never played it. I don't remember why. And then the same thing, really, with uh, Metal Gear Solid The Phantom Pain. I think I bought it around the time that we had one of our children, uh, or one of our children was at that age where you couldn't play anything. And it mm-hmm. just sat on a shelf in the cellophane forever, for I, years. I did that and with 10. Um, um, what was the last one before they went uh, MMO? 13 or 12? 14. <laughs> 12 was PS2, right? 12, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've, still, yeah I've still got a sealed PS2. copy of that somewhere. Yeah, and I've still got, I think I might still have a Phantom Pain still lying around somewhere in cellophane in a box, but I just never got And I don't know why, because I really like that style of game. really good game. game. Really good Everyone game. told me it was a good game. I watch, I've watched gameplay of it. I've seen, and it's just something, and now it's got to a weird kind of point where I like don't want to play it. Like, it's almost mm. like, what if I play it and I break something? in the universe i shouldn't like i shouldn't be playing this game and it's just gone on so long now that i kind of i kind of don't want to play it anymore but i do and what about you chris i mean mine's i mentioned it already like mm. i've literally got red dead redemption 2 in the cellophane over there yeah. and mm. i don't know if i'll ever get round to it it's such a um, big game yeah that's the thing that's game. a kind of daunting side yeah, that's why i haven't know. started it because of how daunting it is yeah. like i think the same I, as I, me with horizon i just know it's going to be 50 yeah hours and I'm, i I played Bioshock recently for the first time, and I'm really pleased I've got that off the list of games not to play. How did you find it? Because you probably talked about it, but I don't. No, know. he hasn't. Yeah. No, I haven't. I I um I played probably the not time to get into whatever it, too, it is, the I... enhanced edition or whatever it is. Yeah. I don't know what it, what yeah. it was. Yeah, released later. Because that's on I, my top ten list of all time. I, I really enjoyed so it. I didn't somehow avoided the spoiler for 15 years or whatever so didn't know that was coming wow really i know yeah really wow didn't know that so that's really impressive yeah so like (laughs) that was great um yeah really good game and it does still does you can tell it's a game of its time but it's still really enjoyable to play Mm. now really yeah really enjoyed it um and glad i've played it and kind of want to play the others now although i know that's probably one of the best ones um, don't play two. Just no, play do play two. Two's got oh, the best really? deal. Two's got the best DLC in the series. I've, I've, I've got, I've got them because the they're, they're all free on um, Epic. So I've, definitely I have got play them. two. Yeah. Um, three, three is yeah. different. Two is more of one. Yeah. But three is yeah. different. Without infinite. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. I really didn't like two. I don't I've heard people say that two's not as good as one, but I'm. I'm, I would play I'm it. Yeah. There's not as many games that are as good as one though. Yeah, that's fair. I didn't know if there was an outro jingle. Well, like, I'm, I'm going to play it again because, <laughs> yeah, I think you, because you normally do. So, obviously, thank yeah. you very much for listening to... It's time for Chris Hyde's Listener Correspondence. Yeah. It's time for Chris Hyde's Listener Correspondence. So much effort went into that. Um, that's it for a podcast this week we did miss that whole month but I like to think in the last two episodes we've essentially made up for that in our age anyway so like we're we're, we're back on an even keel even if the episode numbers were missed Um, thanks to Chris, to Lyle and to Mick for being here obviously thank you if you watched, listened or however you you know consume this this podcast thank you very much, go to patreon.com slash godisageek um and you'll find lots of exclusive content freebies um extra podcasts all sorts of good stuff some of that stuff i still don't sound like my throat's been cut but i i am genuinely struggling still post covid with my throat it's uh 
<clears throat> Stop milking it, man. It will not go away. <laughs> it just will not go away. And we will go away because it's been a very long podcast. So, again, thank you so much for being here. Thanks to the guys for being here. Um, plenty more to talk about next week. We'll see you next week or whenever you choose to listen. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>